Let's get this party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Yeah, do you remember playing with Mercury? I never did. Oh. Yeah, that'd be you weird. You got to handle it? If we didn't have it in our hand, but you, like, swish it around in a dish. Never done it. Oh Actually, I guess. probably have touched Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You forgot about it because of the Mercury. <laughs> I yeah. think so, yeah. <laughs> Mars, this story here says, hey, guys, I met my ex on Chartroulette. What is I think it's Chartroulette. <laughs> oh! Oh, the way... Marzi's really fancying it up. Ooh la la. Ginge. I wonder if you could make Crash's childhood into a horror movie. Oh, oh. I'm sure you yeah. could. Yeah, okay. You All ever right. seen The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> Producer Haley. Yeah. Nap and Haley's the best, Haley. Yeah. I, You're yeah, welcome. I agree. Thank I you, I do Haley. this for you. Thank you, and we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you. The Now family. Uh, your dog snuck a little bit of poop inside the house, eh? Yes, we came home from work, and you can smell something was not good enough the house oh. and it's like a diarrhea trail in that room oh, God, what, the, what on earth I would just close off that door drywall over it and leave it <laughs> <laughs> I am never looking at this room again it's showtime the Crash and Mars show the Crash and Mars show right now 603 good morning hello welcome to the show look at this beautiful morning I know it's nice the wind has uh, subsided a bit yeah. yesterday. Whoo, she was a windy one. It was roaring when I was in bed last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roaring. It was still, yeah, it was still going all day. All day, all night. The now house not was bad. shaking last night at about 9 o'clock. Oh. Just a rumbling and it wasn't the wind. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Anything blow in? No. <laughs> no. It was just freaking windy. Yeah. Nothing. But just blown around all that poplar fuzz. Fun for Mars. Yeah, super fun for me. <laughs> Woke up this morning with my eyes almost swollen shut. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fuzz. She goes outside. She's like, oh, God. So bad. <laughs> I literally walked into, I was standing outside and I was like, what a beautiful day. I can't believe the nice weather that we've had. Mm. And then this cloud of poplar fuzz came and it was all in my hair. It was all stuck to my sweater. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is this the last... Uh, attack of the allergens because we we're, we're through the pollen, right? Yeah, we're through the pollen. We're through the uh, uh, snow mold. The snow mold. Oh, I think we get pollen all year, don't we? Well, like all summer, like, no, but like the trees. Yeah, when everything's like really oh, popping, okay. that's yeah. okay. that's when it's really bad. And then, yeah, I think we should be leveling out. Now yeah, the popular fuzz. fuzz. That's the. That's the end of it? I hope so. That's smooth uh, sailing? No, I hope so. I think so, yeah. I don't know. Because it is everywhere. Mm. Changed the furnace filter again last night for you. I know. Thank Try you. Get fresher air. It actually Cleaner helped. Air. Yeah, yeah. It did. It yeah. helped. Because mm-hmm. yesterday, it was bad for old Marzi. It, it is shocking um, how dirty that... Um, the uh, furnace, furnace filter. filter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is it? <laughs> um, the furnace filter gets... I feel like I just changed it. Like, how much is it sucking in? A lot. <laughs> My God. What are we supposed to do? Like, three months? Yeah, we chase ours every season. Yeah. Well, you got the big, thick boy. Yeah. I got the uh, nice cheapies. The little uh, thin one-inchers. <laughs> yeah. Those ones, I think, like, almost monthly? You Maybe. probably should. Yeah, I think the little thin boys are monthly. But I pulled it out. I'm like, oh, God. Because you can't... <laughs> How long has it been? I, yeah, I, I swear it's only been a month because okay. I just bought a new pack. All right. Once you pull it out to check, you almost have to. Yeah. Because those thin boys, uh, at least ours, ours are pretty thin too. Yeah. I handle those like plutonium, taking them out to the garbage can. Oh. Because any sort of uh, uh, 
uh, shake, rattle, or roll. Oh, it falls off. And they'll off. drop everything. Oh, yeah, it's not hanging on to anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. Everything that's collected will fall to the floor. And by the way, my allergy friends are texting in. No, we're sick all year round. Yeah. So someone said, it's not even close, guys. Hay fever hasn't even started yet. Hay fever. Pine pollen is coming next. Oh. Pine pollen? Apparently canola pollen. That's the one that I, gives me eczema. Oh, the canola pollen. That, the canola pollen is what yeah. makes my eyes swell. Oh. But every yeah. year I insist on Mars standing in a, in a canola, canola field, field getting those get beautiful shot. pictures. I gotta <laughs> get that shot. Insta shot. Like, you know? stop sneezing. I'm not getting the shot. I know. Do it for I, the gram. <laughs> yeah, right. Gotta do it for the gram. <laughs> so that's what I do. I go and I stand in you, those. You gotta do it. Beautiful canola fields. Mm. I know that our sunflower farmers have gotten wise to Instagram people and they'll oh, yeah. like rent out. Yeah, of sections farm. of the field. Yeah. yeah, have our canola farmers put two and two together yet? I don't think so. Dumb farmers. <laughs> <laughs> Double down on it, guys. Yes. Do a little section. People want those beautiful photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the just rolling fields of yellow canola. They do. Mm. Someone said take allergy shots so I'm cured. Yeah, I've got an appointment on Wednesday. To, we're going to discuss all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hayden had to stay home from work yesterday. Because what? Because of the allergies were so bad? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was really, really bad on Sunday and then it got worse on Monday. Oh. He's, he's like, I'm going to pick up my laptop from work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a drag. Yeah, he's like, he couldn't breathe. It was yeah. just constant running out of his nose. You're quite the couple at home. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Hayden all like and Haley's got her uh, popped out ribs and yeah. stuff <laughs> we are all quite drugged the up on Robax the set yeah we're quite the pair yeah man if I took days off every time I woke up with bad allergies I wouldn't have a job you'd be unemployed yeah mm-hmm. I wouldn't I'd never be here yeah, yeah yeah I forced him to take it off yeah that's oh, nice yeah. I wish I had that luxury yeah, yeah. <laughs> want me to force you to take it off next yes <laughs> well that would be nice but because yeah. well, Haley that's a boomerang thing because Haley gets uh, I know to reap why. benefits of it. Yeah, and then like when, Mars take a day off <laughs> and then when they're like well we need a new morning show because this one can't work then like, ah! <laughs> and it's Haley full time no! <laughs> congratulations Haley congratulations <laughs> making dreams come true here oh, it's a nightmare <laughs> it's a nightmare <laughs> and no responsibility sucks oh yeah yeah sure are you, does are you back on your meds again today for your back no back pain meds no back what you got it fixed up no I Hayden was pushing on my rib cage a little bit last night oh and it kind of helped oh. And he gave me a little bit oh. of a massage. Oh, yeah. So I'm okay. I have yeah. Cairo tonight. Then oh, I'm going to yeah. go get it double checked that it's actually fixed. Oh, nice. But I can actually move around today. Hey, look it's at that. It's a lot of fun. That's yeah, way different than yesterday. Yeah, you missed it yesterday. Haley came to work higher than a kite. <laughs> On Robaxes, that? Yeah. yeah. You get high for Robaxes? Oh, yeah. That messes me up. <laughs> Oh yeah. Mm. Can you is the Robaxa set the only game in town when it comes to back pain medication? Um, there's a couple boxes with like uh the motion of back pain on Yeah. There. I only know that one cuz they had like the commercials with the little robot pe- or the wood people the wood they had people, pins yeah. in their backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The Robax. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of any I other I can't ones. think of another one either. Just yeah. the generic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Anyways, the standard pain medication is a hotly oh. hot hot market mm-hmm. competition, but for back pain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. one name in town. Oh, it works like a hot dam. Yeah. Which I'm probably allergic to. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably can't I take probably it. I probably can't take it. Oh my god, what are you going to do when you slip a disc one I day? I don't know. Oh. Oh. I need a bubble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> Remember Bubble Boy? Remember when that was a big story? Oh, yeah. That yeah. poor fella? Mm-hmm. Why was he put in a bubble? Because uh, everything was allergens, him? yeah. Was yeah. it because of his allergies? Mm-hmm. So was they... he a real boy or just a movie? I think, I, no, I think, I think it was, was just a, a movie. real boy. I don't oh, think it was a real story. I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think anyone can live in a bubble. <laughs> Why did I think that was real? I, I think it's, yeah, it's not a, it's not, I, I think it's just a movie. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm thinking of the boy that went up in the balloon. A oh. balloon boy, but I'm balloon boy balloon didn't boy. have allergies or anything. He just no. got stuck in a balloon. balloon boy was, was just he a, in child. a balloon. You thought it was for allergies? <laughs> <laughs> I think the parents just put him in a balloon. Well, they pretended. They well, they pretended, yeah, they and, then and then they, they went viral, him. and he was hiding in the attic. Right, they and hit him in an attic. And you thought it was a whole allergy? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> a true life story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently, Bubble Boy is a true life story. What? Okay. It's really sad. Oh. Oh. It's really sad. Oh, David oh. Vedder, he was the boy in the bubble. He was, a, he was forced to live in a specially constructed sterile plastic bubble from birth until he died at the age of 12. Oh, my God. He was only 12? Yeah. Oh, well, if you're living in a bubble. He didn't like, have allergies, by the way. He had something a lot worse. Like, oh, he, he, didn't like have, he like, couldn't have anything that'll affect his immune system. That's correct, yeah. Oh. He probably had no immune system. Severe combined immunodeficiency. Oh. Oh. So I wasn't wrong. Bubble Boy was a thing. Uh, I'm shocked. Seven, so you were thinking of Bubble Boy. I was thinking of Bubble Not Boy. The balloon Boy. But also Balloon Boy snuck in there. Mm, yeah. yeah. 71 to 84. You're like, you guys, remember Bubble Boy that was flying up in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you were in a bubble... Are you sure you're not on meds? <laughs> I am. Okay. I'm on a series of meds that's this morning. That's true. That's true. I'm not supposed to affect the old brain, though, but... Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> what an exciting show ahead of us. Someone said I'm thinking about Michael Jackson. Michael what? Jackson never oh, lived no, in a bubble. No, Michael Jackson just slept in the uh, oxygen chamber. Did he visit Bubble Boy? Oh, I, have, I have no idea. Uh, Come on now. Yeah. Come maybe, on now. Maybe he did. Maybe uh, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bubble I had boy. no idea Bubble Boy was a true story. Hmm. Hmm. Why yeah. new? Yeah. He learned something new. I mean, 12 years then, uh, R.I.P. Bubble Boy. Hmm. But you know, you know, uh, a modern miracle full of the time. To keep him alive for 12? Sure, yeah. Mm. It's weird that they've never done any sort of bubble again. So it couldn't have been that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe he was, maybe he was the only one with... Oh, you think the bubble? No. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, I think the, after they looked at the overall concept of the bubble, they're like, that ain't good. We'll yeah. find some meds. We'll get some new ventilation. Get something going on. Yeah. Mm. I hear it. Hey, Haley, mm-hmm. can you contact Tyler about the streaming and now TV? It's like uh, off air. Oh, that's not good. Okay. okay thank you. Yeah. Thank Damn. you. Damn. Sorry, guys. We'll get that fixed up. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We'll get some crystal clear HD audio coming your way. Yeah. Just yeah. give it like probably half an hour. Apparently the cameras aren't working. Nothing's working. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Have to do it the old-fashioned way. FM, but on the radio. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I don't own a radio. I don't own a radio either. <laughs> How would people do it? Do we have. Oh yeah, we got like an alarm clock. A couple of kids' rooms have alarm clocks that has like FM on it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Keeping it retro. I don't mind FM. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's good. Situations like For this, si- yeah, this is perfect. You can get your uh, your morning morning show. Yeah. Let's do a qu- actually. Let's do this. Let's do a quick text. Although I guess everybody listening to us would be listening on FM. Yeah, five six seven eight nine. Um, does it? Do you guys have an FM radio in your house? Like, just think about it. Like a stereo, uh, an alarm clock. Oh, I actually like an no. actual radio, not streaming a radio. Yeah, uh, in the bar in the basement. Is there a radio? The the amp that I have that runs all the audio that has an FM tuner, but I don't have the antenna for it. Oh, so it doesn't work. I can't listen. No, I threw the antenna out years ago. Yeah, I'm like, what am I going to use this for? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I still. Uh, yeah, we just got the alarm clocks. Yeah, we don't have like a big you know home stereo blast in the FM. You guys don't gather around the FM radio in the no. living room. Yeah, <laughs> I wish we used smart- to. Well, yeah, yeah. Smart speakers do a great job. They do. And you can listen to now radio via smart speaker. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I wouldn't mind an FM radio on there either. Mm. Like a little, one like a little FM too. Yes. Yeah, you think they would include something? With your kids, do you have like the little scroll where you have to move the? Well, it's like digital. Oh, it's digital. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> There's an old dial that remember? keeps on being like, what the hell is this? Do you remember those old oh, after, yeah, like, yeah, radio yeah. clocks though, where you had like, oh, the, the, little, radio? Yeah. the little spinny oh, thing on yeah, the side sure. and you would have to move it like back and forth? Like a vibrant red digital readout? Mm-hmm. Huh. Get it just right as you were scrolling back and oh, forth? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the Now family has a lot of radios, like FM radios in their in their houses. Oh, well, that's good news. That's great news. Great. Well, you guys are still with us then. Yeah. Streaming. And they said it would take off. This text here <laughs> says, construction worker, Milwaukee radio, baby. Oh, yeah, you gotta have yeah, one of those. So cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryobias actually makes one, too, if you guys want to get the most trusted uh, brand in construction. Okay. So uh, I drove by just the other day. No, I drove by um, a Ryobi convention. A Ryobi convention? Yeah. It was a bunch of contractors hanging out? It, it was. No, it was a bunch of. men you've ever seen. <laughs> Ryobi reps. <laughs> they had a huge setup outside of Home Depot the other day. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and I was by myself and I drove by oh, and I expected to see the two of you there and I did not. Oh, damn. I didn't get the memo that they were doing a convention. I My couldn't God. believe it. You should have seen the setup that they had. They had the big flags up, oh. they had their tents up, they had oh. all their products, all their new products. Did you buy me anything? No, I just walked by to have a little look see. Oh. Realized I didn't really know what I was looking at, so I walked. Away. Well, you should have went there, and they would have told you. Yeah, they would have educated you on all the top of the line product. Right. And with their one plus system, RZ one battery covers it covers all those tools. Everything. Yeah. God. Yeah. Well, you guys missed out. It was oh. a big event. Well, maybe there will be another one. Speaking of Ryobi's and where contractors keep them, a uh, popular room coming in the garage. Uh, garage still has FM radio. People oh, put a okay. stereo in the garage. That's it's, typically the old house stereo. It is. Ah, it up to the garage. You wire it up and it stays there forever. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people have FM radios in their house. That's awesome. Oh, that's great news. Fantastic news. Um, speaking of uh, news, we should probably do some. Uh, sure. Lots of sunshine today. Actually, for the next seven days, uh, it is going to be hot and lots of sunshine. 23 today and then 28 tomorrow, 27 Thursday, 29 Friday. Wow, summer. 28, se- yeah, it's, oh that's the trend that just continues for like the next seven days. Holy crap. Yeah. That's crazy. Traffic looks good this morning too, guys. Nothing to tell you about if you do happen to see something though. Give us a shout, 780-489-4669. Shoot us a text if you like as well at 567-89. Let's get to the news. It is Tuesday, June the 6th. So for those of you who were watching the hockey game last night, Las Vegas scored twice and started a way early blitz that chased the NHL's hottest postseason goaltender, Tender Hill, as he continued his stellar play, the Golden Knights seizing control of the Stanley Cup final with a 7-2 victory over the Florida Panthers last night to take a 2-0 series lead. Did you watch? Uh, yeah, a little bit in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobrovsky was the reason the Panthers got this far, but uh, Vegas is an unstoppable wagon. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Once they started the game last night, it kind of looked like Florida didn't really have... It was done. It was yeah, done when it, it was, started. It was, it, was, it was done when it started, yeah. So, uh, yeah, 7-2 was the final score last night. When do they play next? Uh, when's game three? I guess tomorrow, but I actually don't know. Yeah, hang on a second here. Uh, game three goes Thursday at 6 o'clock. Again, the Las Vegas Golden Knights leading the series now 2-0 after that 7-2 win over the Panthers yesterday. A 47-year-old man from rural Alberta is in jail facing more than 90 charges after he was pulled over for failing to stop at a stop sign. Now, oh. why does he have 90 charges after running a stop sign? Well, apparently when they conducted the traffic stop, they did an investigation and it turned out he had 87 warrants. Oh, that's man. a lot of warrants. If you, ha- like, if you know you have that many warrants out, don't you abide by the law all of a sudden? No. 
Or you just you're like whatever it's another one added to the list. Really seem like you're a law-abiding citizen <laughs> if you have 87 warrants. But he was charged obviously with a whole ton of stuff. Further investigation determined that when he was pulled over, the dude actually provided a false name, oh. breaching conditions. Joey Jojo. <laughs> I think he gave fake ID. Oh man. Large quantity of, as well, of suspected methamphetamine in the vehicle, which that raised suspicion to. So all his warrants weren't traffic related? They were no. just everything. Pretty much guns, drugs, and then my favorite right at the end, failing to obey a stop sign. <laughs> That's what hit him, him in. Yeah. The accused from Elk Point, Alberta is remanded into custody and will be in a Lloydminster courtroom today. Hmm. Uh, you you do, the, do the crime, you pay the time. Hmm. But it feels a little cruel to tag on the stop Just sign. Just one more. After yeah. all of... I like it. That's oh, a little salt in the wound. It's rubbing your nose in oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. All right. Thankfully, here in Alberta, we seem to have our wildfire situation under control. But some scary news from the federal government. They're saying Canada could see a record level of land burnt in an unprecedented wildfire season this year across the entire country. This is what government officials are warning. Nine provinces and territories are battling blazes that have forced the evacuation of more than 100,000 people in our country since early May. Now, new modeling released yesterday shows that the risk of wildfires is set to increase this month. And Crash just did the weather. And given that it's going to be hot and dry, ugh, it looks like it could remain unusually high throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. So uh, I read yesterday in uh, B.C., uh, the Donny Creek wildfire is now one of the largest recorded in B.C.'s history. Oh it's bigger God. than Metro Vancouver. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No. Like, gonna, it's burning. I'm going to put a little chart up here of our wildfire history for the past decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, wildfire season hasn't even started yet. No, it hasn't started yet. Yeah. Here's where, like, look where it no- normally kicks off. Because typically, like, it's kind of, we, we're getting some rain, right? Not, a, not enough. No, 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 but typically, that's why wildfire season yeah. hasn't June. started yes, yet. Yes, yeah. that's why, yeah. Since the start of the year, wildfires have already torched 3.3 million hectares of land in our country, which is 10 times the normal average for the season. Jeez. Oh. Not good. Ottawa is giving federal assistance to at least three provinces, Alberta, Nova Scotia, and Quebec. The Canadian military, as well as hundreds of international firefighters, are on the ground giving a much-needed helping hand as well to local emergency teams where they are needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off this chart, it looks like it usually uh, reaches a peak around like beginning of July. And we're still, you know, what, five weeks out of that, six oh, weeks yeah. out of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That it's chart is crazy. not good. Oh, that's not good at all. No. Canadian actor Kiefer Sutherland is making some news as well because he has announced that he's giving back to those affected by the Nova Scotia wildfires in a big way. Sutherland originally visited Halifax last week to promote his brand new Red Bank whiskey. Mm -hmm. He's got some booze out, but it turned into a humanitarian mission and he raised over $100,000 for the people in Halifax and in the Nova Scotia there Mm -hmm. area who are being affected by wildfires. So Mm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, they got it bad there, too. <laughs> I love this. Not only did they raise $100,000, but they also held private tasting events as fundraisers. Well, you gotta. To taste his new whiskey. <laughs> you gotta do you, it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. So yeah. that's pretty pretty good news that mm-hmm. his company was able to raise that. Mm-hmm. For those of you who went to the theater to see uh, the, Fast, the new Fast and Furious movie, it looks like Vin Diesel has picked a fight with another fellow actor, and this time it isn't The Rock. Mm-hmm. Is it Fast X or is it Fast 10? What, and it's not Fast 10, right? 
It's fast well, X. It is fast ten, but yeah. I think I don't either know. or. Either yeah, or? Yeah, whatever. You guys, this is for the 10. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Apparently, it isn't the best Fast and Furious movie, but it's also not the worst. But nobody really seems to care, especially in Hollywood, as long as it's making a ton of money. Apparently, though, um, Vin Diesel is now super upset at Jason Momoa. Why? He says that he's blaming his new co-star, Jason Momoa's performance in The Fast and the Furious, for causing the film to be trashed by critics. <gasps> Sources say that Vin Diesel is unwilling to accept that he might have played a role in the poor reviews, and he's throwing Momoa straight under the bus. Vin Diesel is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gathering that. Vin Diesel apparently is running around saying that Momoa is, quote, overacting and scene-stealing. Uh which is making critics hate the movie. Is uh, I didn't see the movie. Does Jason Momoa completely outact Vin Diesel? I'm going to say he's the better actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> if I had to, I haven't seen yeah. it. Vin if Diesel's I had to guess, like, if, what? I, if I had to guess, I would yeah. say there's a bit of jealousy there. Yeah, mm. I think so, yeah, because he's been, the reviews I've read, it's like a Fast and the Furious movie. None of them are like critical Yeah, darlings, nothing stands out. Sure. But people love Momoa. Mm. Yeah. So he stole the show. He's getting the hype. Vin, Vin is, is mad. He's super <laughs> mad about it. Ugh. Yeah. Like Vin Diesel, you're okay. It's, uh, it's fine. Vin Diesel also said that Jason Momoa, quote, undermined the artistic integrity right. of Fast X, a movie where someone tries to blow the up the Vatican. Artistic integrity. Yes. It's Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Vin, <laughs> is it making money? Yes. Hand over fist. Mm. Don't worry about it. And is Vin Diesel making money? Yes. Yes. He's fine. He, by the way, Vin Diesel worth two hundred and twenty-five million. Wow. Really? He's doing okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, people are saying that um, Momoa outacts Vin. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's just a hype. Yeah, it is. Yeah, everyone loves a Momoa. This text here five six seven eight nine says, guys, Jason Momoa made that movie. He was the best addition to that franchise. Mm-hmm. Nice. Hmm. He also said he's jealous because of his hair. <laughs> I mean, it is long flowing. He does have a man bun. I thought he blew it all off. So did I. Oh, he must have filmed this before. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Blowing it all off. Do you guys remember playing Duck Hunt when you were a kid? An old oh. classic Nintendo game? Yeah, put the plastic gun right to the TV. Oh, yeah. I still don't understand how that worked. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. It makes no sense. On Especially the old tube TV? How? Yeah. Like in 1986, we had this technology? Was it light? Well, it was yeah, light. but how does your TV detect it? Your TV was the dumbest thing ever. It was just a tube. It was a dumb tube TV. You're right. Yeah. Like it's not a touch screen. It I have no idea. Because it doesn't work on the LCDs. You need the old tube TV. It was the light. It was like knocking out. Yeah. Yeah. The, you can't use pixels. it on a yeah. flat panel. I'm going to Google it because I've never Googled it and I'm going to right but it's now. So, how are they did it? Like it's ingenious. Like how does the TV know where I'm pointing the gun? I wonder if uh, like when you plug it into your TV, like it knows like. The, the size of the TV, it maybe? Must, no, and it creates a bunch of little, like, squares. Like, yeah, imaginary like, squares on the TV. Remember those old ones? You could, like, literally, like, get close to that television and see each individual yeah, yeah. Uh, red, blue, and green. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it must, yeah, it must know how many were there and which ones are knocked out by the light. And if there was supposed to be a duck there? Yeah. And the static coming off there is wild, eh? When you put your face close to the TV. Okay, so I just I just read how how it worked, and I still don't understand it. <laughs> so here's I'll, I'll read it to you guys, and he, here's what happens when you're playing the duck hunt on the original Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, you pull the trigger to shoot a duck out of the air. When that trigger is pulled, the TV screen goes entirely black for one frame. 
You may not even see it. The light sensor uses that black screen as a reference point, which helps it account for the wide variety of lighting situations in the rooms where the game is being played. In the next frame, the area the duck occupied turns white, while the rest of the screen remains black. If the light sensor detects light in that second frame, your gun is on target. If the light sensor does not, the dog is going to laugh at you. So, so it, it happens the, so fast, though, you don't see it. So the t- cool. it's not actually happening in the TV. It's happening with the in reflection the in the gun. In the gun. Oh, uh, that's why you get the flash of the black and then the white. When there are two ducks on the screen, three frames are used. The game will show a black screen, then a black screen with one of the ducks turned into a white square, then a third frame with the other target illuminated. That cool. makes total sense. That's why it didn't matter the size of the TV. Right. Yeah, it wasn't the actual TV, TV that it was, was doing it. It was the gun. Duh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we all could have built this knowing this now. Like, oh, I could make oh, this. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, easy. Oh, yeah. No now problem. Now that I know it's not the TV. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, nonetheless, um, this 25-year-old guy in North Carolina named David Del Sarandro robbed a convenience store on Tuesday of last week with a plastic original duck hunt gun that he painted black. Uh-oh. So it wasn't that obvious that it was a Nintendo piece. It was unclear if David even knew what the gun was. He's only 25, so... Yeah, probably uh, maybe not. Just, maybe just found it while he was living in his parents' basement. Mm. I don't know. The robbery was successful momentarily. David flashed the duck hunt gun, took $300 from the register, but the cops were called. They found David down the street because he didn't like go very far. Dave. And then they arrested him. So now somewhere, a cartoon dog is laughing at Dave. I wouldn't know that that's a duck hunt gun. No. I would have no idea. I would think that. I- an actual weapon. Wow. I don't know what every gun in the world looks like. Yeah, right? Haley, I'm going to guess you've never played Duck Hunt. I've played it once. Whoa. Oh, cool. It was in my grandparents' basement. (laughs) (laughs) And? It was fun. It is. It is fun. Yeah, me and all the cousins, we had like a Duck Hunt tournament. Yeah. And I did not win. Because <laughs> it's got like an old arcade vibe. Yeah. It's cool, yeah. It's it, cool. Mm. It was an old arcade. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm not sure if uh, you've done something super dangerous this week. For some people, maybe you've just gotten back from cliff diving into shark infested waters. Uh, for others, maybe you were... Um, battling armed drug lords, or Damn. maybe if you're low-key, you've been eating raw cookie dough. Yes, I'm comparing eating raw cookie dough to being as dangerous as those other things. I have never done that in my life, and it kind of grosses me out. So apparently the warnings are being ramped up, especially from the CDC, about eating raw cookie dough. Mm. Not because of the salmonella dangers of raw eggs, but because of the E. coli risks associated with eating raw flour as well. That's fine. But even with those... (laughs) There you go. Even with those warnings, most people don't care. No. What are the chances that you would get that? Like, the the flour has to be bad, right? Well, they say that you're pretty much gambling to be sick because it's not just E. coli, it's also salmonella. Yeah. Mm. It was so good. I've Is been, it, though? I've oh, been building buddy. up my cookie dough immune system for years. Ooh. It's fine. Buddy. Oh. <laughs> Somehow it's better than cooked cookies. It, it makes it no is. sense, but I, it is. I just picture it, it's just gooey, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Does it taste like the cookie? It's like oh, yeah. more, you can taste the grains of the sugar. Yes, it's grainier. You're it right. It is so yeah. good. Oh. <laughs> so good. Have mm-hmm. you ever had like the faux stuff like this in like ice cream? No. Yeah. It's never. okay too. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not the same. same. No. But you've never even done that. I've never done that. You've never done cookie dough ice cream? Never. <gasps> no. Oh. Buddy. I've had mint. Um, you know the flavors you had? <laughs> you can like list off the four? 
I've oh actually God. really never seen Crash eat ice cream. I don't unless yeah, it's served I, with like a little scoop in a like in a, a dessert sampler. in a, a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't do no, ice cream. No, you don't do ice cream. Yeah, I can I I bet you 99% of the time I've had any sort of ice cream was like a mint chocolate chip. It's a good ice cream. Mm, that is the best Great ice, ice cream. cream. It's a classic. You've had regular chocolate chip? Sure, yeah. You've also had the um What's that one from the superstore? The Moose Moose Knuckles? Oh, the Moose Knuckles. I don't think it's called that. Wait, it's not? I'm positive it's not. What's it called? I don't know, but I know it's not that. <laughs> you guys Isn't don't it? eat Moose Knuckles? You know the Moose Knuckles? <laughs> you guys don't have the... Yeah, they followed up with the, the cowl. T- oh, no, Moose Knuckles, <laughs> Moose Knuckles is a outdoor clothing line. Was it? Oh, yeah. Was it Moose Droppings? It was Moose something. Moose Droppings? Moose Tracks? Moose Tracks, moose maybe? Moose Tracks. I'm going to say it's Moose Tracks. It's moose Tracks. You've had that because I've, I've bought that. Okay. But yeah, I've had like a spoon of that. Yeah. Does nothing for you. No. Hot summer day. No. Hot summer day, I don't want ice cream. He doesn't want dairy. Because then you're just like bloated. Yeah, it does bloat you. Well, yeah. bloats me. It yeah. bloats and then your stomach's like... Yeah. It doesn't mix well because um, I'm probably crushing a beer. Yeah. Well, I, beer. Ugh. Ice cream and beer? Yeah. Oh. Have like you f- ever... Uh, well, yeah, I think I have at one point. I'm like, oh, because it's like a float in your stomach. Then floats are great. Yeah, it is like a float. Yeah, but I don't want to be bloated and be like, <laughs> where do you think food goes after you eat it? Your stomach. Where do you think it floats go? What do you mean it's a float in your stomach? Yeah, but I, when it isn't like combining food. Yeah, when you mix the ice cream and yeah. the carbonated anything, like it's just like, bleh. maybe it just wreaks havoc on my stomach. I don't oh. know. Maybe. Well, in a recent poll, most people aren't concerned about eating raw cookie dough. 55% of people said that they think raw cookie dough is safe to eat, which the CDC is saying it is not. 20% of people said it is very safe. And those 20% of people are very wrong. 21% of people don't think the CDC should be warning people about risks of foodborne illness and raw cookie dough. They think they should stop talking about it altogether. And 67% of people admit to eating cookie dough in the past. And 51% say they do it regularly. As in every week. That's a lot of every cookie dough. Every week? That's a lot of cookies. Making dough. cookies every week? That's a lot of cookies. Or are you just buying like the, the big tube of oh, Pillsbury cookie dough and just scooping that out? Yeah, because yeah. then you can just like squeeze it and then slice yourself a little piece to nibble. Yeah, on. just slice a little wedge and then throw it back in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, have that's, you done that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it keeps it cold. You've never done the cookie dough tube? Nope. <laughs> keeps it I, I've never fresh. made cookies out of the cookie dough tube. Really? But have you ever made cookies? Uh, oh yeah, I've made uh, like oatmeal. Oh, a nice oh oatmeal oatmeal raisin cookie. Oh, I've made a peanut butter cookie. Okay, that's, that's a real. Cookie. Yeah, those are good. Those are Can good. We eat peanut butter cookie dough? No, you can't eat any. But Although, it's not really like flour in there. It's the egg though. Now you're getting salmonella. Yeah, but is the egg really a risk? Because they're saying it's not the egg; it's the flour. They're saying it's both. You're do- it's the E. coli in the flour and the salmonella. Mm. Mm. No. Josh, what other uh, cookies have I made? What are those oat balls? I've made those. Those aren't cookies. No. Oh, those cookies. are protein balls. Oh. Oh. You don't yeah. even cook those. You just roll it all together. Oh, yeah, and then you just put them in the fridge. Yeah. It's called cookies. <laughs> you can cook them. Yeah, so just watch yourselves. What about growing up? I shudder to ask. Uh, growing up, we Was had... cookies made in the house? Uh, yeah, my mom would make peanut butter cookies periodically Always and then some butter. oatmeal ones. Uh, Never a chocolate chip? Not really. And then we would have the puffed wheat squares. Oh, a lot of yeah. a lot of puffed wheat. Because mm-hmm. we just had a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, like we eat it for breakfast. You don't really want puffed wheat squares as like a dessert too. Or also, whatever, a, a puffed treat. wheat square is not a rice krispie square. That's not. It, it's not comparable. No, they're gross. They're, they're, they're gross. gross compared to a rice krispie square. Sorry. Really? Yeah. 
I agree, but there is a large gang out there that's pro puff weed. Yeah, they including are. my wife. Yeah, she's oh, really. Wrong. Yeah, like the uh, you get the McSweeney ones from the gas station. Those big boys. Oh, that's uh, a good. Yeah. That's a good one on a little road trip. Yeah, but it's not Rice Krispie Square. Oh. It's not a Rice Krispie Square. Wow. It does the job. If you're doing one or the other, like which one is better? Rice Krispie yeah, Square is hands down superior hmm. to Agreed. the Puff Wheat Square. Um, uh, I don't, I don't recall the last time I've ever had one of those. Okay, that's the Rice okay. Krispie, maybe once or twice. Mm. You have another Rice. Maybe Krispie? around Christmas when they're colorful. Oh my goodness! Right, because they do colorful Krispies, right? You uh-huh. don't just ever go to the grocery store and just pick up a box of Rice Krispie Squares. N- no. Why? I have never done that. I have never actually done oh, that in my life. I've never done that in my life either. <laughs> <laughs> they have never. those, the, the Kellogg's bars, the Rice Krispies. Yeah. They're, they're blue. Okay, yeah, the, the individually oh wrapped ones. Yeah. My mom used to buy them, and we would just crush that box. Oh it would last maybe like a day and a half between my brother and I. Really? Oh, yeah. They're that good? Oh, my God, they're so good. They're so soft. I've cheap. seen them. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever had one. They are tasty. Oh. And I've seen a hack for the summer mm. is instead of roasting marshmallows over the fire, you stick a Rice Krispie Square on your stick and roast oh. that over the fire. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. So it keeps your marshmallow nice and together and it's got the little crispy boys, mm-hmm. but it's nice and toasted on the outside. Oh. Does it burn though? No. Really? Well, it's, you, well, it's like a marshmallow. You have to, yeah, Mars burns all our marshmallows off. They're on it. fire and then she flicks them across the yard. <laughs> you can't stick it <laughs> in the embers. <laughs> <laughs> it, like oh. roast it like you would a normal marshmallow. Uh, Oh. But I'm like, that looks so good. Do you turn it into like a s'more as well? I, I You could just eat it as it is. Huh. There's a little chocolate on it if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm going to do that. <laughs> what a great idea. It is a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody says I eat like an actual child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. My tastes are very similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that. Yeah, I want to try it this summer too. That's a great hack, especially because they've got um, some of the Rice Krispie squares have chocolate on them already, like oh, little yeah. caramel pieces as yeah. well. So if you heat those up, they'll get nice and melty. Oh, and it's uh, with a Rice Krispie, it's it's more nutritious. Yeah, no, there's no, no there's <laughs> it's better for you than the Graham crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super processed food that probably puts inflammation in your body. Yeah, who knows? Whatever. It's summer. <laughs> it's summer. Fun time with the fire pit. <laughs> this story is crazy. Um, the the exact same thing happened in the exact same location that this story is in in Hawaii last month. It's the same story. It's now just happened four weeks apart. A tourist following her GPS directions drove her car into the ocean. She had to be rescued by fishermen in a nearby boat who were very annoyed by the whole thing. They didn't dive into the water like the last rescuers, though. They just yelled out instructions for her to leave her car and to swim to their boat. Mm. Like they were like, lady, just get out of your car. Yeah. One of them lent his hand for her to climb aboard. Despite this happening twice, officials say they're not going to add any signage. But apparently the GPS takes you to drive your car directly into the ocean. I have some audio here for you guys. Does the road just end or is it like off a bridge? Like an Um, unfinished bridge? It's not an unfinished people, bridge. Some people drive down like a, a boat launch and go into the ocean. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know really what's happened. I think she just drove into the ocean. Oh. Now, time is always of the essence when you're trying to get out of a vehicle. But she's trying to turn off the windshield wipers before leaving. And the fishermen are yelling at her. Mm-hmm. Here's the audio. Have a listen. Okay, we're at Honokoha Harbor. And this lady just drove into the boat ramp. Just who cares? Leave them on. Let's go. Well, they just, you gotta leave the gotta car. Get out of there now. Yeah. It's gonna start taking on water right now. Hurry, it's going under. Hurry up and get out. 
Hurry up and come my way. Hurry They're up. Quinn, hurry up and come over here. That's his cloak. You can use it as a cloak. Put it under you. Give hmm. your hand. Watch what you're stepping, okay? Here, I'll put you up on the dock. Get up in here. Come here with me. I have a lot of questions for you. What a way to end the day, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was so, so she drove off of a boat ramp yeah. into the water. She did the boat ramp. But when you see the water? Well, if it's it was rainy, it looks like. <laughs> Here she is in the water. Did she, did she come in hot? Maybe the, like she turned the corner and like floored it? Maybe. Like how how do you do this? I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't actually know how you and do this. And why is she just like floating in the water like giving the guys attitude? I don't know. Get out of your vehicle. I know. <laughs> I know. She Did has her window shock? down and she's still seat belted in and she's like, "What? Uh, you're embarrassed? You're in shock?" By the way, this is pa- this is the second time in 4 weeks that someone has driven their vehicle off the boat launch because their GPS told them to. Well, what, maybe they should put up a sign there then. <laughs> the officials say they're not going to. They're not Let's putting put up, up a sign. Signs. They're not doing it. They said no. Yeah, don't drive into. Well, you do. If it's a boat launch, you got to drive in the water. <laughs> it's exactly like the episode on The Office where Michael turns into the lake because the GPS <laughs> tells him to do it. And Michael, it's not that right turn. It says turn right. <laughs> and there's two people in the vehicle. Yeah. Like, get out of the vehicle. Even the other person's not panicking. Yeah, I just don't understand why they didn't see the water. Yeah, I think they're shocked. It's got to be shock, right? <laughs> wow. this, this text here from Kev, 56789, says these guys are so irritated. They're so irritated. I was going to say, too, aren't they? They're a little rude, right? <laughs> well, it was yeah, the second they're pretty, time. They're pretty aggressive. <laughs> it was the second time the same group of guys had to yell at a car. Are well, these so, guys so, just hanging out of the dock? No, they're fishermen. Ramp? They're working. Oh, they're working. Okay. Um, yeah, scaring away all the fish. Yeah. Like, ladies, slam it in reverse. Get back. <laughs> yeah, those, the ass end of the van was out of the water for a bit. She probably could have got out of the water. Those tires aren't even spinning. No. <laughs> she didn't even attempt it. She just hit and then she's like, meh. Because it looks like it's still running. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I, I don't know if we're going to find anybody who actually drove their vehicle into like a lake or a body of water because GPS told you to do so. But did it maybe take you down a road where you're like, nah, I'm not, we shouldn't, this isn't, we're not going down here. Take you into Sketchville. <laughs> it took you into Sketchville. Maybe it took you, maybe it did lead you right to a body of water. And sometimes like the GPS will be like, oh, like here's a shortcut. Do you want like this route or that route? You're like, yeah. Yeah, I'll take this one. And then you're on like an old forestry road. You're like, this is not good. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like one minute faster. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you guys ever taken a forestry road? Oh yeah. Well, we've taken some sketch roads. Remember in uh, Costa Rica following the map there? Like, man, you end up in some sketchy oh, places. End up in some sketchy I'm like, places. oh, this this route ch- takes off like 20 minutes. I'm sure. like, we could use 20 minutes. I took it, and like the road was just like riddled in potholes. Like clearly, yeah. no one's been using this road. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, I ended up turning around, going back to the main road, and taking the other so way. You lost more time. I lost time. It sucked. But you, when you don't know where you're going, yeah, you're, you're just following your map. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Google Maps loves to tell us the time involved, mm. but not the road condition. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, give me an update on the road. Yeah. Should be smart enough by now, Google. If GPS led you astray, did it lead you to a body of water down a forestry road somewhere super sketchy? Did you actually try to drive through it? Did you turn around? Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about a tourist in Hawaii following her GPS into the ocean. And this exact same thing happened in the exact same location just last month. 
So the GPS is giving people directions in this area that is leading people to drive their car into the ocean right. via a boat ramp. Yeah. Is there a way to like update GPS, like submit something to be like, hey, this is not a road? To let the people at Google yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Can you put a like a little report in or anything? Yeah. Like bug report? By the way, she was rescued by fishermen in a nearby boat who were finishing up their day, and they seemed a little annoyed by the whole thing. Do you want me to play it one more time? Oh, you yeah. can hear their annoyance. Mm. Have a listen. Okay, we're at Honokohau Harbor, and this lady just drove into the boat ramp. Just who cares? Leave them on. <laughs> well, they just, you gotta leave the car. Out of there now. It's gonna start taking on water right now. Hurry, it's going under. Hurry up and get out. Hurry up and come my way. Hurry up. Quick. Hurry up and come over here. That's a float. You can use it as a float. Put it under you. Give me your hand. Watch what you're stepping, okay? Here, I'll get you up on the dock. Get up in here. Come here with me. Questions for you. It's got to be shock. Oh, I don't like, know. That has to be shock. I guess. What, what was? They're not urgent. Well, no. they're pretty urgent. No, no the, the people in the were. van. Oh, the people in the van. Yeah, yeah they they're not care. moving. No. Yeah. One no. of the rescuers too said, "I got a lot of questions for you." Right? Like he's an officer. Like what's happening? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I, I made a mistake, but don't. <laughs> we need to get into it, okay? <laughs> Maybe like the question is, is like, why does this keep? Like, how did you not see the ocean in front of you? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're wondering: uh, Have you ever uh, used your GPS and it took you in a total wrong area? Maybe if you thought it was a good shortcut, it turned out to be a horrible yeah. shortcut. It happens. It happens to all of us. It does. And yet we still trust Google daily. Oh, yeah, with my life. I'm not printing maps. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not carrying no, a God, road. No, well, even again. that road atlas, those weren't, uh, <laughs> yeah. those weren't accurate. No. No. Not it's, at all. It's the best we got. <laughs> uh, Southside Bob's hanging on here. How you doing, Bob? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, Hi. good. Now, you did a, a big cross-Canada road trip last year on your bike, your pedal bike. Yeah, um, cool. Were you relying heavily on GPS? We used, yeah, we used uh, Google Maps the entire way, Victoria all the way to St. John. Yeah. And uh, there was there was a day, I mean, normally it was good. There was a day outside of Calgary that took us down a road that was under construction, so not really Google's fault. Yeah. Um, but in Nova Scotia, we had, there was a, the last day in Nova Scotia, we had like 60 kilometers left to our campground, um, and which should have been a pretty easy day. Mm. And that was going to be all on the highway. But there was another way we could go, and it took us right down along a lake on what was supposed to be a road. Oh. So we took that. Yeah. And it was, it was fine for a while. And then it took a hard left and went up this hill, which oh. was, felt like a... And turned into... Um, like it was 13 kilometers of like ATV trail. Type oh, thing. and, it, and oh, Google yuck. said it was an actual road that you could take a vehicle on. Yeah, and you could oh. fit a uh, you could fit a vehicle on it, but if it was you know a jeep or something, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> a more rugged yeah. vehicle, and you, then you had to cycle up this hill. Well, that's the other part. We couldn't ride up these hills. Oh. We had to push up the hills. Oh, that's sucks. Also. It was all the same going downhill, too. We couldn't ride downhill either. So we had to push 13 kilometers oh. with our 100-pound bicycles oh, trying to get man. through this ATV trail. It was ridiculous. You're like, damn you, Google! Oh, man. <laughs> that sucks. Okay, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. That's a theme coming in on Texas. Google taking people down like towards like lake trails that are all gravel yeah, just or like rough. ATV yeah, trails. They're not actual roads. It's not a maintained road. Just a little goat trail. Yeah. How do they even find out about those trails? I'm telling Google. Right? I wonder if Google just detects like a lot of people have taken 
uh, a vehicle through there. Like it's not, just, not it's what just kind records. of vehicle though. Not what kind? Yeah, they could just tell by the speed of the vehicle moving. They're like, oh, it's a motorized vehicle. Must be so a road. It's a road. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, Jamie, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Uh, your mom's the one that uh, followed GPS right down to a T, right? Yeah, so this was actually just in the last couple months, okay? She was taking my niece to a dentist appointment, and she was born and raised in Edmonton, okay? FYI. So she puts in the address where she's got to go, and you know how Yellowhead's all under construction, and they've closed all the roads and whatever. So I'm on the phone with her, and she's like, well, it's telling me to turn right here, but there's no road. I'm like, if there's no road, then don't turn there. Right. I'm like, yeah. I don't understand why you're following this GPS when you... you yeah, you know like, you can't do it. Yeah. You're like, I don't understand people who drive into lakes and who drive down a road that literally says do not enter but they're gonna go like i just don't understand people who follow a machine did she just like attempt to find did she continue to attempt to find this road that wasn't there well, you know the McDonald's that used to be there on 140. Yeah, and they blew that down remember? there by okay. the Costco. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Well, apparently GPS still says it's there. Oh, oh, <laughs> she really geez. wanted McDonald's, <laughs> right? To be able to turn around to go the other way, right? That yeah, was, you know how that, you know. And so I'm like, well, mom, if it's not there, you can't go. She's like, well, GPS says it's there, and I'm like, well, clearly they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, it hasn't been updated or something. Yeah, it ain't there. So. No, I know, right? And I'm like, why are you following a GPS? You were born and raised here. You know where you're going. Like, you're not stupid. But <laughs> again, <laughs> I don't know why you're following this GPS. And oh. like, and again, every time I hear stories of people driving into lakes, I'm like, or oceans, I'm like, really? Right, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so now, like, every time your phone rings, you see it's your mom calling, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, I do every time. Should, no, really, I, I do, because it's always... <laughs> Like I said, she, it's always something. I have so many stories I tell you guys sometimes about her. Oh. I continue on about so many. Every time you guys have a conversation, it's usually to do with my mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Okay, I love thanks it so much too. for sharing that, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Have a good one, guys. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, like, that's what I was saying. Like, no matter what, we just follow the GPS. We're like, well, it's got to be right. And it's not only hurting us, but the people around us. You can hear it in Jamie's voice. She is du- she's done with it now. <laughs> Oh, she's oh, yeah. done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dennis, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good, Hi. good. Uh, what happened with your GPS? Uh, back in 2012, I drove from Edmonton to Nova Scotia, and my GPS through, took me through Maine, USA. Oh, And it yeah. took me down a dirt road through the woods. Yeah. And then wanted to turn me onto what looked like a hiking path. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure I started hearing banjos. Oh, I no. I turned around as fast as I could and took off back the way I came. Yeah, you're like, why is it directing me On here? On a hiking trail. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't even big enough for like, a dirt bike. Wow. And it wanted me to take a minivan. Yeah, yeah. You're like, damn you. Well, and at that point, would it have been uh, uh, the Google GPS or like TomTom? Uh, Google GPS. Oh, it was Google. Why yeah, is yeah. Google even going down there? I don't know. It doesn't I guess make any enough sense. Enough people have went through there. It's like, oh, it must be a road. It must be a road. Huh. Yeah. And then on the way out, I saw a guy with uh, a gun strapped to his bike ride yeah. by. Oh, yeah. I was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, right. I think you made the right decision. I got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just want to say I love you guys. I listen to you every day. Oh, thanks, You're buddy. absolutely awesome. Oh, we appreciate hey, it. Thanks, Dennis. Call anytime. Yeah. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Yeah, you, you, yeah. Hiking trails? You know you made a bad choice. <laughs> Come on. Is he carrying a gun? <laughs> Whoa. Come on. Drop into the bike. My God. Uh, one more on this, Catherine. Hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. Uh, you made a little uh, you know, mess up with the GPS, right? Uh, yes. Um, my boyfriend, he works by Fox Creek, about 20 minutes away from Fox Creek, in a gravel pit. Yeah. And we had to go to Edson for uh, something pretty important. And I'm trying to find the fastest route. And, of course, my GPS tells me, oh, it's only this road. If you take this road, it's only about an hour. Okay, yeah. We t- Thankfully, we took his truck this weekend, and it w- ended up being a forestry road. Sometimes oh, it is. Oh. Sometimes he was going 60. <laughs> well, yeah, and I bet you you didn't save any time at all. It probably took longer. Uh, yes, and and I looked at him. I said, "Time, I am so so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "But look at all the nature." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're just driving yeah. through nothing. You're like it's a scenic tour as your vehicle's That's bottoming a- out, hitting rocks. <laughs> yes, there was a couple times that he made several wincing uh, faces as we hit potholes. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> God, I'm sorry." <laughs> Did you guys end up making it? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it uh, took us right where we needed to go in Edson, but uh, it was um, quite the drive. <laughs> yeah, like it, it shouldn't map. It, like it knows that you're driving on highways. It shouldn't map you through a forestry right? road. It should not. No, and, and and that's and that's the funny thing. It was I was like, oh yeah, this will be fine. We'll we'll be there in an hour. Yeah, because the other way going to Whitecourt. Well, and yeah. then over, it would have been longer, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and you'd think Google wouldn't do you wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. No, <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So we have had some tragedy on the river already um, this spring. Edmonton police are still searching for a 14-year-old boy who was last seen in the North Saskatchewan River. And with that, uh, there are, of course, increased warnings about being in the river. It, the weather is hot. Crash just did the forecast. Yeah. It's going to be like mm-hmm. summer. Uh, however, though, that river can be deadly because of its currents. The city of Edmonton, Devon, and Fort Saskatchewan, along with local emergency organizations, are reminding residents to be safe on or when near the North Saskatchewan River now and all throughout the entire summer. They said, quote, over the last two years, we've seen a significant increase in the usage of the North Saskatchewan River. And with the hot weather continuing this year, the trend will continue continue. Now, last year, more than 7,500 safety compliance checks were completed. Mm. And so that's if you're on the river. They're going to pull you over. They're going to look at it for safety. They said nearly half of the vessels and the river users they encountered were not in compliance. Oh. Not in compliance at all with boating regulations. By the way, they say... What is a boat? Mm. If it's floating, it's a boat. So, like, when people do tubing... It's a boat. Kayaking. It's a boat. Mm. You're supposed to have, like, rope, a bucket... Yeah. The whistle. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have all that. They do. And you also are supposed to have safety equipment like you guys just listed on board, as well as a PFD or a personal flotation device for every person, a throw bag, a whistle, or a sounding device as well. Like even, uh, like, Ginge, you've done tubing down there. Yeah. Uh, Did you have the bucket, the whistle? Yeah, yeah, you get them all. It's just clipped on. Yeah, we have, like, the kids, like, in the tubes, and then H and I are in, like, a bigger boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we haul all the stuff in the boat. Oh, okay. It does seem like, do we need all this? But you do. You need yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, be safe. Yeah. You need it. Mm-hmm. Officials are reminding river users that vessels aren't limited to boats either. So, like, we, these guys are just saying in your inner tubes, if you're on a paddleboard, mm-hmm. 
air mattress. Apparently, some people were on air mattresses oh, on the river. Yeah, people use anything that floats. <laughs> yeah, all those floating islands, those are considered boats. Mm-hmm. They say if it floats, it's a boat. And you need to meet the required equipment. And if you do not, you will be ordered off the river. It doesn't matter. Like, right, they're not yeah. like, go to a safe spot. They're like, get, get off, off right now. So they're not saying don't use the air mattress, but have all the others, the safety stuff. Y- yes. Yeah. They say also they want to really remind people that rivers are dangerous. It's not a lake with still water. It's Mm-mm. fast moving water with currents and it's incredibly unpredictable. I've never done the tubing down the North Saskatchewan. Uh, I would imagine the current probably gets you ripping pretty good, eh? It's fast. Yeah. Yeah, you get in the middle of the river there. She's moving. Yeah, yeah. She's very quick. And you spend some time on there. You see a lot of people without jackets. Yeah. And the life jackets? Yeah, and everyone's mm. like, oh, I'm a strong swimmer. And sure, you can be a strong swimmer, but sure. the, the current don't care. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I hate yeah. to tell you, yeah. the, you're not stronger than that river yeah you're gonna get you're tired not. and mm-hmm. yeah you just you're not yeah. or you're gonna get pulled under or pulled under yeah. or yeah just wear your jacket you'll have a much more relaxing time yeah. if you're wearing your jacket because you don't have to worry about it yeah just put it on yeah just wear it i wear mine mm-hmm. get it on it's bright yellow and horrifically ugly <laughs> they all but are. i wear it yeah, you have to be seen yeah, i have yeah. to be seen you can't have a camo life jacket yeah <laughs> because they gotta be able to yeah. see you skimpy little yeah. camo life jacket <laughs> yeah especially if you're gonna be having beers in the river oh. okay so beers you oh, are not no, allowed to go. have beers okay. in the river you're not allowed to <laughs> just so you know they said that consuming alcohol on the river is illegal you cannot be drinking when you're on a vessel it is against the law of course they said if they see you or catch you drinking on the river they will be getting rid of the alcohol and you may even be ordered off so is that considered like drinking in public then because I think so being on a mattress it's not a motorized vehicle, but there's still no boozing. Right? No boozing. Yeah, if, no boozing. If you have it and you're caught, you mm. will either be ordered off the river, yeah, or they will just take your booze. I don't mm. know what they say, but they're what they'll do there. Mm. They'll decide in the moment. Mm-hmm. They'll make you wear an uglier life jacket. Yeah, that's the punishment. Yeah, yeah, it is shocking. I guess when you see a whole batch without life jackets, eh? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. you see me a, out. you see a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, do they even have them? Like. On the boat or on a like tied off somewhere, hopefully. But you don't, you don't. I don't know. I don't know if they do. If they're dragging them behind, I have no idea. You see them without life jackets. A lot of people don't. Huh? I keep an eye on. They're like whatever. I'm on a floaty. Who cares? No, I've got one eye on that group of people. Yeah, (laughs) that's it too. Like the river is. um, It's a beautiful. A gorgeous river, the the jewel of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. But there's also stuff floating in there. Yeah, like your boat guaranteed to stay afloat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're right. They, they puncture. Yeah, yeah. Trees, rocks. Yeah, like a couple yeah. rocks. Yeah, yeah. You got low spots, like shallow spots. Yeah. Bikes, yeah. fridges, cars. Oh yeah. Anything. Especially if you like, uh, you beat yourself for a little picnic or something like that. And you mm. pull up, like there's all sorts of driftwood and stuff clanging around the sides sure, of the river. Yeah, yeah like. Bring your jackets. Mm. They also want to remind you if you do get into trouble when you're on the river, it could take as long as 30 minutes for rescue crews to reach you depending on their location. And they say that finding someone in trouble is a challenge. And this is why wearing a life jacket is so important. They are a surface rescue team. They don't have dive capability. Mm. They also don't have search capability. Mm -hmm. So if someone is submerged, it's going to be very difficult to find you. So yeah, be safe. Be safe if you're use the river, obviously, but you know, wear a life jacket and mm-hmm. make sure that you've got your equipment with you as well in case you find yourself in some trouble. Okay, guys, it looks like we are now spending all of our money on traveling. It new polls are out and it shows that Canadians are spending thirty percent more on travel compared to pre-pandemic levels. Oh, is that because when you take something away that we all loved, you want it so bad, you're willing to spend more on it now, right? It must be. 
the number has shot right up. So even before the pandemic, like we were traveling, yeah. now we're traveling 30% more than before the pandemic. Because it's mm. been taken away. Yeah. Are we traveling more or is it just way more expensive? No, apparently we're traveling more. They looked at not only flights, but they also looked at hotels, tours, what's booked, what you can get into. Like the number the number of people actually around. The number of people around. that are actually going. Mm. By the way, just like Ginger said, it is more expensive. Yeah, hotels yeah. and tours, not even flights alone, are way more expensive than they were in 2019. Flights are about 29% more expensive. Rental cars are 50% more expensive Oof. than they were pre-pandemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. so everything's, yeah, that 30% is your... <laughs> Jack up the price. Yeah, but they looked at the number of people. More. Yeah. The number of people who are traveling as well. Mm-hmm. So it's nuts. Hmm. By the way, when traveling, more Canadians decided to fly rather than drive. Pre-pandemic, we were driving. Now we're flying. We appreciated a good road trip. Not anymore. I guess. Although, look at the gas price. There's that reason, too. You're like, well, do I pay crazy amount for gas or just fly? And, like, find a cheaper airline. I feel like there is more options for us to fly now, too, than there was pre-pandemic. You would think, though, if it's more expensive, we would all drive. So, apparently... No, no, I mean, it's more expensive to drive. Like, with the gas... Oh, yeah, maybe. And we have, like Ginger's saying, we have way more airlines. Just a lot Like cheaper airlines, there's a lot of options. By the way, in the first part of the year, the number of Canadians returning from a trip by a plane increased 42%. (laughs) That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people flying. Mel just shot us a text. The family and I are going to South Africa in in one month. $12,000 for the five of us. That's just plane tickets. Woof. Damn. Oh, my God. (laughs) Five people, uh, South Africa, 12 grand. Yeah. Yeah. You got to eat and live and lodge. Oh. Oh, yeah. But it'll yeah. be the time of their lives. It'll be maybe a once in a lifetime opportunity. Sure. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, within Canada, travel trends are shifting east with Atlantic Canada experiencing bigger increases in interest, according to Google Trends, compared to any other region in the country. So if we're looking at touring our own country, apparently we're all looking at going to Atlantic Canada. At the same time, eastern provinces have also been increasing in population um, due to the sustained levels of remote work. So that might be why as well. The report also predicts that there's going to likely be a dip in travel spending soon as Canadians tackle an increasingly expensive world we might have to put travel to the side we all book it and then we're like ooh yeah they're like oh <laughs> and by the way low cost carrier Flair Airlines just took the top spot on a list they probably don't want to be on and that list is the Canadian airline that received the most complaints uh oh yeah oh they received the most complaints in the past year out of any airline in Canada I would imagine like any any cheaper discount airline is just going to be riddled with complaints, right? I'm guessing it was all the flight cancellations. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. As well. When the planes got repoed. Oh, right, yeah. Repoed, the repoed yeah. planes, yeah. Does yeah. it say how many complaints they received? Yeah, okay. So they said that they received an average of 15 complaints for every 100 flights. So 15% of the flights get a complaint. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, that's high, but it doesn't seem. I don't know. It Apparently, doesn't seem unheard of. Their worst months were January to March, where it received twenty complaints. So it went up five percent per one hundred flights. Hmm. I wonder how uh, high or low our bar is, though, to be bothered by air travel because you go in expecting there's going to be delays. Sure, something will be wrong. Yeah. They're going to want you to check your bag when you want it to carry on. Forget that. So the bar for complaining is already like, you know what I mean? A lot has to go wrong. Well, I'm going in hot already. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. There's that gate agent. <laughs> Let's do the dance yeah. here. Yeah. And by the way, Flair isn't the only airline that's kind of getting a bad rap. Sunwing Airlines came in wow. second. Yeah. 
with an average of 13 complaints per 100 flights. Although, Haley, during the pandemic, you took a Sunwing flight. I took two Sunwing flights. Two Sunwing flights. And, and uh, no complaints. Yeah, and it totally worked for it's you. totally fine. Yeah, because like we've heard many horror stories of yeah. Sunwing, and you lucked out on both flights. Yeah, there and back. Yeah. I wow. was super concerned we weren't going to make it back. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's horrible that we have to say we lucked out on flights. Yeah. You paid for the damn flight. It should bloody well, well be there. Yeah, if yeah. it comes on time and you're right? like, oh, got lucky. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, Time to buy should... a lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. shouldn't be saying that. Mm-hmm. WestJet bought Sunwing? Yeah. Are yes. they keeping it separate? Are they keeping Sunwing well, a thing? I think with that, the the strike and everything that was going on, yeah. I think there's a lot of talk of like things have to be merged together. Oh. Yeah. But that oh. was like more of like a WestJet swoop type thing. Mm. But I would imagine Sunwing will get roped into that. Probably. Once mm. they hammer out all those deals. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Speaking of things that cost a lot of money, this is a headline that just keeps appearing over and over and over again. Canada is among the top 20 countries in the world with the most expensive mobile data. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you think your monthly cell phone bill is high, you're not imagining it. Canada has the 19th most expensive mobile data in the world, according to a recent report. Mm-hmm. We came in at number 19. I think I got mine down to 54 bucks a month. That's pretty good. It has gotten better. Yeah, it's gotten better, yeah. It, but could, it could always be better. I don't even think we'd realize, too, if we weren't so connected to the states and their juicy commercials. Oh, I know we see the commercials oh. and they're like, get 10 phones, yeah. unlimited data. Okay, so I've got some news on that. Yeah. Are you ready for another juicy American phone? Uh. I know that some people love Amazon mm. and some people hate Amazon. Um, but what's up next for the company? Phones? Prime uh-huh. cell phone service. Prime cell phone, oh. Word has it that Amazon Prime could eventually include cheap or free cell phone service to residents in the U.S. (sighs) No. Yep. Apparently, Bloomberg claims that Amazon has been talking with T-Mobile and AT&T about working together on a new offering, which could cost Amazon subscribers Mm. $10 a month or less for a phone. Oh, Oh my God. It would be a basic no-frills plan, but it would include 5G. Mm Mm-hmm. Officially, T-Mobile and AT&T are denying the rumor. Amazon's keeping quiet about it, but Bloomberg says they know they know about it already. And you know the big three here would clamp down and be like, no. Ten. We don't want competition. Dollars. They say or less a month, but that's also after your membership with hmm. to Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime. Still, Which though. a lot of people have the Prime You're membership. Anyway. So, yeah. And they looked into that as well because they're like, mm, would Americans go for this? 50% of Americans of the country pays $140 US a year for the two-day shipping. 50% oh, yeah. of their population. Yeah. Well, because you get the free shipping and then you get the, the streaming. Yeah. Then you get Prime Video, Prime Reading, yeah, Prime Music, and Prime Gaming. Yeah. yeah, if you have, if you're using Prime, you have a, like everyone has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like yeah. there's no, you have no loyalty to your carrier. No. Mm-hmm. You just want a cheaper plan. Yeah. Yep. Could you cheaper imagine? the better. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine $10 or less a month on a phone? Oh, on a goodness. no frills phone? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Because like, uh, Basically, I just need data. I don't really make phone calls. Yeah. 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 And so even if it was I have to pay per call, big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because I, I don't call and people don't call me. Yeah, the only people I call are my parents. And yeah. I can Wi-Fi call them. Oh, yeah, you can just Wi-Fi, yeah. And FaceTime. Mm. Easy peasy. <sighs> hmm. Huh. Damn. Yeah, we'll never get that option. Here. No, we'll never have it here. No. No. But... There's another juicy plan we can all drool over. Good for them. I'm surprised Amazon didn't develop a phone. Yeah. Like, I think they would have developed their own phone I don't know if they want to jump now. in that game. Maybe it's too saturated. Maybe they're like, ah, that's why they're going to partner. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. they're Amazon. 
right? You mean they like are. You own like, the world. You like Google did a phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Scary moment for Chris Rock the other evening. He may have fallen victim to one of the oldest prowler plays in the book. Apparently, Chris Rock had to call the cops to report a peeping Tom with a camera right outside his window, Ooh. but he's not ground level. The guy was in Manhattan and it was on his fire escape. <gasps> oh. Oh. Oh, that's sketch. Apparently, Chris had to call 911 Sunday night from his New York City home in Soho in Manhattan. A guy was lurking outside of his apartment on his fire escape, yeah. taking pictures of him through his window. I don't know what floor he's on, but anything above the main floor. If you look out your window and you see someone there, yeah. you're like, what the? <laughs> Are you floating? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even at our condo when there's uh, window cleaners some days, you walk down the hallway, you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You're yeah. right. You're right. Now, this has got people wondering, um, is it, in fact, um, like some sort of paparazzi? Is Chris Rock really that, like, paparazziable? Are people dying for photos? Well, sure, yeah. And then someone said, well, he also slapped a guy across the face who used to be tied to an organization that likes to harass people by taking photos mm. and following them. Because mm. hmm. apparently... The the photographer had a Mercedes as a getaway vehicle. Yeah, and he was wearing pink Crocs. Oh, what? Yeah. Pink, pink Crocs? <laughs> he had a Mercedes as a getaway vehicle? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Put those Crocs in four by. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's a really good and successful paparazzi to afford him a uh, Mercedes. I don't think he's paparazzi. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think it's like capturing some photos and like basically uh, like threaten him? Like yeah, like, well, that's like, like, yeah, hold the photos for money kind of thing. Well, like yeah, blackmail. Yeah, blackmail. If you've watched any of like Leah Remini's um, documentaries mm. on uh, the harassment of that that organization, six sure. af- six after you when yeah, you yeah. yeah when you break free when you or when you um, yeah when you like uh, wrong somebody mm-hmm. in that organization. Hmm. He already did a special. Like he already came out against yeah. Slappy Will. Yeah, yeah. He already did. Hmm. I don't know. The pandemic made a lot of people realize that work isn't life and there should be a clear boundary between the two. Well, Martha Stewart doesn't roll like that. Sorry, guys. She's more like an old school slave driver. If you work for her, you better be available like all the time. Mm. Apparently, one time she called an employee on a Sunday and the guy told her he couldn't talk because he was taking a bath. She said, quote, I knew I couldn't work with that person. I just couldn't. And fired him on the spot. Oh. As she's making the call from her bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said, quote, if you can't talk on a Sunday and you take umbrage that I'm calling you on a Sunday, you know, if you're a terribly religious person, I'll take that into consideration. But I knew this guy was not a terribly religious person. <clears throat> She says, it's exciting. Business is exciting, and I want people to feel that way about business. She's a ball buster. Well, there goes my love of Martha. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> for a moment there. Remember, she had, like, she was doing Sports Illustrated. Yeah. yeah. She got yeah. in prison. Yeah, you were yeah. loving her. Yeah, not anymore. Oh. Now she's firing people if you don't take her call from your bathtub on a Sunday. Oh, they're like, I'm not working today. <laughs> yeah. Now, apparently, some people say, in her defense, Martha's own work ethic is off the charts. She's down for whatever, whenever, wherever, but that doesn't mean that everybody else has to do what Martha does. Oh. Well, good for you, Martha. <laughs> I mean, it's your company. Cut me in. If you want to, you know what I mean? If you want the same level of care. Sure. Yeah. 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 She said, quote, there's no hierarchy in my life. I will wash the floor if I have to wash the floor. I'll take out the garbage if nobody else has taken out the garbage. The CEO should be available to everybody at all times, and everybody should be available to me. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone work for someone like that? <laughs> is this like her old um, attitude, or is she still like... Is she still a CEO? Like, is she still... Yeah, I think so. I think think she's still the the head of her big empire. Yeah. But is she, like, day-to-day 
or is she like like Martha style? Like she's at home, puff puff pass. I don't know. This was she recently said this in like her most recent interview. Huh. She's in her eighties, right? We did, we discovered. Yes, yeah, I think so. yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's still like plugging away on the daily. Wow. Yeah. Yep, she sure and is. on Sundays. Oh, no. And on Sundays. Wow. Wow. That same interview, she came out against remote work. Yeah. Well, she's a different generation. Too, right? <laughs> I'd say so. She says, look at France with taking August off. That's not a thriving country, she says. Mm. America would go down the drain. It's people that want to work. Oh, okay. Martha. Oh. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Now that 80s showing. <laughs> oh, no, Martha. Oh, no. Sure is. No fan anymore. Speaking of working remotely, some people say they want to go camping to unplug, but then they bring their phones and even their laptops. In a new survey, 24% of campers say that they have worked remotely in the bush while camping in oh. this last year. Oh, I bet. Yeah. If you can uh, get a little uh, data, hotspot your phone. Right. You don't have to go into work. You can go and sure, why not? hang out in nature. Why not? Mm. The number of people camping alone, by the way, this past year is up 28% from the year pro- year before. Mm-hmm. 57% of people who are going camping say that they've camped with pets. 91% of them have camped with a dog, while 7% say that they've brought their cat. Mm. I'm guessing these are people in an RV. That'd be hard to do in a tent. Well, you could tent with cat. Yeah, you could. Yeah, just keep them on a leash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You leash, you get a little, uh, uh, like, kennel type thing. Put mm-hmm. the cat in there, too. Yeah, I we're guess. taking our cat camping this year. <laughs> nice. He's are coming. you tenting? No, we're in a trailer. Yeah, yeah he's done tenting now. Yeah, that's right. Tenting is for peasants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a peasant last year. That's right. She's trailer folk now. That's right. Oh, I feel so fancy. <laughs> yeah. Now, 13.4% of campers say they took 11 or more camping trips in the past year, but they're lo- more likely to be 20 fe- 24 years old and younger or 55 and older, which makes sense because millennials and Gen Xers might be too busy raising young families, mm-hmm. careers to go camping every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could uh, pull off a solo camping trip. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. I think you'd be fine. Right? Yeah. Have you ever? Uh, no. Because you talked about, you've told the story of your brother living in the bush for yeah, weeks you, at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you don't, you don't have that No, that I've never done. I've never done that. But I feel like I could pull it off. Like a little weekend? Sure. Would yeah, you want you to? Uh, maybe? I think. Maybe it would definitely force me to not to do anything. I think you'd get bored. You think I'd get bored? Oh, yeah. I would read a book. You would not. You wouldn't read. You wouldn't read. There's no way. Uh, you guys got high hopes for me. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be screaming while setting up the tent and tossing yeah. pet pegs all over the place. You could... I'd be whittling some wood out there just to do something. There's no way. <laughs> you can keep busy. Yeah. You, know, you can build like a little lean-to or work on your fire. I would build a lot. But is it like, would it be like two days by yourself? Uh, I don't know. I'll come back a changed man. Mm. Uh, Kim at 5678 she says, guys, I go on a camping solo trip every year. I go to Jasper. I find a campground that has no cell service, so I'm not tempted. It's the best thing I do every year. Mm. Yeah, and I guess that's a, that's the thing, too. If you're in a yeah. dead zone. Oh, it's well, wonderful. Yeah, you're forced to like just like disconnect and not mm-hmm. do anything. It's great. And other people are saying you would be very bored. Do you think I'd be bored, guys? People are saying you'd pack up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Is it great? Because people do it like two days a year. Like yeah. they could go again, but they don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then they, like they do it yearly, like annually rather. Like you're yeah. like a trip to Mexico is great, and you do it way more if you could, but you can't. But yeah. you can't. You can yeah. go away for two days, yeah. lots uh-huh. with no cell service, but we don't because it's it's not great. Yeah, you could literally pack up Friday and come back Sunday, yeah. but you won't. Well, I, it's, there's a lot of 
I got I got to figure out a lot of stuff. No, you don't. A, I don't have any camping equipment. <laughs> There's that problem. You can go get it. It's just it's not tempting to you. Yeah. Yeah. I have For, camping stuff you can borrow. Oh, damn. <laughs> or else you'd go and do it. Even a tent. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this story here is crazy, and it looks like some people are starting to investigate this viral myth about guests who wear red to weddings. Oh. And the oh. message that that's sending. I've never heard of this myth before when it came to weddings, but apparently um, a TikTok video has sparked a debate about a wedding guest wearing red. Now, what is the scandalous meaning? It means that you've been intimate with one of the people who are getting married. Oh. Oh, yikes. Oh, damn. Huh. So if there's just like one red in the sea of like just nice outfits, <laughs> yeah. that person got their freak on with someone that in the wedding party. That person got their freak on with, no, with one of the people who are getting married. Oh, my God. You've wow, even this? closer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Apparently, it's an old wives' tale. I've never heard this before either. No. But if you're wearing red, um, if a woman is wearing red, if anybody is wearing red, mm. they say red means that you've slept with the groom. Wow. I don't know if wearing red means that you've slept with the bride, but we'll just say maybe you can't guess. You don't mm. know which is which. Is it all red or just, a, oh my God, who's wearing red at your wedding, Haley? I know. Who is that? That's a friend of my family. <gasps> oh. oh. Scandalous. Oh no, she's not the only one wearing red. I'm going to have a talk with Hayden. <laughs> There's a whole group of people. <laughs> they were hanging off Hayden all night. Yeah. No. <laughs> now the wedding myth obviously shouldn't hold people back from wearing what you want to wear. But they do say that maybe we should start ruling red out as a color. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard this before? No. I've no, never I've heard it before no either. I just feel like you don't wear red because it's like too, it stands out too much, no? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh. My cousin is wearing red standing right next to Hayden. Super pregnant. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> like, do you have to be full red or can like your dress have some red on it, like red highlights? Or is it like it's a red dress? I think it's a red dress. It's like the photos Haley's showing us. That's yeah. full red. They're full red. <laughs> like they, it's red on red. Red, red, red. Yeah, they even double down with red hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like red, oh. red. I didn't know. I had, I've never heard this before either until I, until I uh, read this last night. Yeah. Angie in St. Albert at 56789 says, holy crap, I'm getting married in October and my color for my bridesmaids is red. Uh-oh. And they happen to be my young adult children. Oh, oh, that's oh. even worse. If you're the fellow, like a fellow shows up with a red tie, I think you're fine. They I can, think it's gonna be a full red accessory, jacket. isn't it? Like a red shirt or a red jacket. But see, now does that mean even if you're wearing like a red tie, just like, fingers? That you, yeah, that you <laughs> lips or fingers. You maybe yeah. made out with the bride or the groom. <laughs> this one, dear lord, I was a mother of the bride and I wore red. There's no way in hell I slept with my son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sleep with the bride? Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that would be her daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, then you slept with your son-in-law. Is this, yeah, it is happened. this regional? I don't mm. think I've ever heard this. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never heard this. Not even not even in Manitoba. Yeah, hmm. I, I don't know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Outside of this reason, is red okay? Or is it still, like, crash it too flashy? Well, according to, like, this news story, so apparently commenters on the TikTok said in parts of Europe red isn't isn't an absolute no as a matter of fact they enjoy wearing red to a wedding mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's a thing um, also depending on the culture so they say that this is a western wedding rule oh. Oh. oh okay which I've never heard does each province maybe have its own color their own taboo color I don't think it's provincial <laughs> okay. apparently red though I mean obviously when you think of a red dress what do you think you think of like sexy you think of like outgoing oh, you yes. think of like 
you know, maybe wild. promiscuous. Yeah. yeah, maybe promiscuous. Exactly. Someone uh-huh. says, yes, yeah, the scarlet letter. That's <laughs> the scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beth says, my sister-in-law had the groomsmen all wear red suits, all four of them. What does that mean? Well, well, if that was the bride's idea. Yeah, she had she had everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to single anyone out. She, yeah, <laughs> is this is this old superstition or is this newer? I have no idea. Well, it's got to be newer. I've never heard of this before. Hmm. But look, so many people have wore red to a wedding, and they're like, "Oh," because it feels to me like the kids, the youth, mm. enjoy like you know this sort of like subtle sort of message, sending this Taylor Swifting of things. You sure, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like a little to let you know, by the way, before he was yours. Yeah. He, was he was mine. mine. Add a little piece. He was mine. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to know from you guys. Oh, by the way, Brides Magazine, which is a popular online wedding planning resource that provides tips to couples and guests before and after the wedding, advises its readers to ignore the myth about what red means for wedding guests. And again, just to wear what you want. Mm-hmm. Just not white. So <laughs> yeah. what's funny is, is that in this, uh, in this article... They say that the number one color in a Western wedding that you shouldn't wear um, is white is number one, red is number two. Really? <gasps> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. White makes sense. Yeah, white does make sure. sense. Sure. Yeah. Haley, if somebody were white to your wedding, would you really, really be upset about it? I probably wouldn't have noticed, but my bridesmaids would have, and then have spilled wine on them. That was the plan. Oh, just like bump in. Mm-hmm. That's why we had red wine on the tables. Yeah. I think it's the style of the dress, too, that would make a, a difference, too, right? Yeah. If it's floor length. Yeah. If it's a big, <laughs> if it's a big white dress. Does like, it have a train? Yeah. <laughs> if big. it's bigger and more ballin' than yours, that's a problem. <laughs> even, a, even a tiny one. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You know where you're going. You know mm. what the day was about. It's yeah. a little shysty. It's a move. Mm. Yeah. Do you oh, think it's like, is it shysty? Oh, it's a move. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did someone wear a wedding dress to your wedding? Mm. (laughs) Did it look like a wedding dress? It could be like these guys were saying. Did it have a freaking train? Even if it's not white. Uh, if it's just like a really over-the-top dress, like a wedding that dress? could be a wedding dress, yeah. but a different yeah. color. That's like, a problem too, right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine if I wore an elaborate ball gown to Haley's Yeah. Wedding? Like that do looks, not, that's a statement. Do not show me up at my wedding. Right? Yeah. I will come for you. So you have to, like when you're going to a wedding, kind of like, got to look at your outfit at home yeah. and be like, uh, will this really stand out? You don't want something that really stands out, right? Yeah. You want to look good, feel good, but you don't want to be over the top. Yeah. It's usually too, like it's a, it's a family member. It's, well, it's, it's, it's a mother. It's, it's, it's always a mother. It's always a mother in law. Always. always. Why do moms do that? Moms. Because they're losing they're losing their child. Yeah, so you try to outdo your daughter yeah. by wearing a it, wedding dress? It, competition's on now. You're not losing anything. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's subconscious. <laughs> uh uh-huh. But it does seem to be based on, you know, all the news and media and everything you've ever seen ever. <laughs> it's the moms. Mm-hmm. Either the uh, mother of the groom or the bride. Mo- yeah. Is, is that it more because, likely the mother of the groom? Is that because their wedding wasn't great? <laughs> so they're like, I'm going to redo it. No, I'm going to feel good at this one. I don't know what it is. Hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe you were at a wedding where you saw what the bride was wearing and then someone was wearing a dress very similar mm-hmm. that could have been bridal. Yeah. Did your mother-in-law wear white to your wedding? Was it a nicer dress than yours? <laughs> That's even worse. Mm. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
Uh, have you ever been at a wedding where uh, someone was wearing white? Yeah. They matched the bride's dress. Was it a crisis? We're talking about this uh, because I had a story here in the news about how there's some sort of like urban legend or a wedding myth mm. that I'd actually never heard of before. And it's gone viral since hitting TikTok about guests wearing red to weddings and the scandalous meaning that it carries. What meaning is that? Well, it means that if you wear red to a wedding that you've had some intimate moments with either the bride or the groom. Oh my. Mm. More likely, they say it leans to like straight, hetero, woman in a red dress has slept with the groom-to-be. Mm-hmm. Um... Wow. Uh, if you don't have her app, download her app. There's some photos being posted. The most uh, recent one is uh, a picture oh, oh. that says, My mother-in-law in rose gold sequin dress with train mermaid style. Oh. That is not a like a wedding guest dress. I mean, first of all, <laughs> that's a hot mother-in-law. Well, yeah, that's yeah, the mother-in-law. Wow. Like, that's body adi adi right there. Um, <laughs> How old were you when you married her son? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Haley, Haley? what would you have yeah, done Haley? if someone walked like walked in the room and they were wearing this at your wedding? I would have been, first of all, a little shocked because it was an outside wedding and it was in Spruce Grove. So you are very overdressed. Like extremely overdressed. Yeah, lady, there's hay bales here. Yeah. I would have not been the most impressed with this guest. Especially if it was my mom or my mother-in-law. Yeah. I'd been like, Kate, hey, you had your wedding already. Relax. That makes it even worse. And just like more... Yeah. It stands out more when it's like mother-in-law or mother of the bride, right? Because you're actively making a choice. Yeah. Whereas but, if it's just like a, a, a cousin that you haven't talked to in years mm-hmm. or like a friend of someone, uh, yeah. a friend of your family member, that's different, right? Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. But look at this. Like, whatever frame the Mona Lisa's in, it's going to be a good-looking painting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, What's this woman supposed to do? Not be incredibly attractive? Uh, yeah. I guess maybe the sequined dress with a train. She could have like... It's pretty understated. <laughs> <laughs> what a photo. It's a great dress. She looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, keep posting pictures if you can. Sure, if you can. Uh, 780-48-4669 if you want to chime in on this. Uh, Jill's at the top here. How you doing, Jill? I'm good. How are you? Good, Hi, good. good. Um, were you the one wearing a, uh, a full white outfit at a wedding, or was this at your wedding and you saw someone doing it? Uh, so it was actually my mother-in-law, and it was like three days before the wedding, and she's like, hey, I have two outfits to pick from. Um, can you help me pick one? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And so we go to her room, and she shows me um, a pure white pantsuit, <laughs> and... And then a long green dress, which was beautiful. And she's like, which one should I wear to the wedding? And I was like, casually, like without making a big huff about it, was like, I really think you should wear the green dress. I think that's really... (laughs) And she's like, well, I really want to wear the white pantsuit, though, because I feel really good in it. And I was like, how about you wear it to the rehearsal dinner? Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, and to her, like, that stuff isn't a big deal, so I don't even think it crossed her mind, but, like, my family, even at the rehearsal dinner, was like, why is she wearing white? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so, oh. I mean, like, I, I don't think it even crossed her mind to be, like, offensive or anything, but I was like, could you just not wear pure white to my wedding? Yeah. Like, did, did she end up wearing the green one to the wedding? She did, yeah. Yeah, I, I worry. Was that like a, the day of? Was that still a thought in your mind? Like she could show up in this white suit? Oh yeah, I for sure thought. I thought like because she felt so good in it, so I kind of felt bad. But yeah, she wore it to the rehearsal dinner, and then I was like, "These dear God, don't." <laughs> yeah. She, she so. Was she just oblivious to it? Um, 
I, I like, I want to say I think so. But you hope so. That little part of me in the back of my head that's like, I wonder if she knew what she was. Right? Asking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's seen enough TV shows and movies. She, yeah, she, 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 know. she probably know. Yeah, I gotta know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, all right. Thanks, Jill. All right, thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. This text here, 56789, Carmen from Beaumont says, Good morning, guys. My mother-in-law wore an off-white sequin dress to my wedding. Mm. She is my ex-mother-in-law now. (laughs) Ended it over the dress, eh? Yeah. Uh Is it bad? Uh, Because obviously it's very taboo if ladies are wearing white dresses. Um, is it bad if a dude wears a white suit? Well, okay, so a, a couple of texts came in saying that their dad wanted to wear a white suit and everybody <laughs> talked him out of it. Oh, yeah. okay, so it is still bad, too. Yeah, it's going to look like you're marrying the groom. Oh. Well, I don't think so. I don't think people would correlate that. I think they'd just be like, dude in a white suit. Oh, I'm no? going to. Happy wedding day. <laughs> people usually know the... <laughs> Yeah, I think there's more. It's more about how the women are dressed I, I as yeah. opposed yeah. to dad or the dude. Yeah, I think a dude can just kind of wear really any color. As yeah. long as you show up not in sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no sweats. I mean, just like if looking good. If your wedding was more like you know, like like you know, like not super super black tie, but mm. you know, like mm-hmm. a, a regular wedding, and your dad showed up in like a top hat and tucks and tails, <laughs> that might make a bit of a statement. That'd be impressive though, and if he has the cane, but then he just look funny. So we you just laugh at him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there is. There's risk if you're going to a hetero wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the no white for the for the gals is pretty much no one. Yeah, well, most people as we're finding on the app, it's tricky for the fellas because you don't know you have no idea what the groomsmen are going to be in because yeah, they get yeah. wild with their. You suits. don't know about their suit, their jacket, their colors, their ties. You have no idea. Yeah, and there's only so many options for the fellas. You can easily show up looking like a groomsman. I know Crash almost did for Haley's wedding, but I then did. I called Haley and was like, "What is what color is Hayden's suit?" Yeah. Because I, I had a suit jacket that was, was identical, identical to what they were wearing. <laughs> yeah. and oh my god, damn. It's tricky, tricky. Because sometimes a groom will have, you know, a lot of friends. Mm. And you got to cut it off somewhere, though. You can only have so many groomsmen. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven, whatever the number yeah. is. you got to stop somewhere. Mm. And then so eight, nine, ten, they could have been, but they didn't make it. Mm. But now they show up wearing a similar outfit to the groomsmen? Yeah. Ugh. That's awkward, buddy. Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay, so yeah. Well, Crash almost did. But then he didn't. <laughs> it would have been awkward. But here's the thing, though, is when I called Haley and I said, Crash, Crash has got like this blue suit. It's a cool, it's a nice suit jacket. What color is Hayden wearing? She's like, oh, who cares what Hayden's wearing? Like, oh, I get it. It was uh, a non-issue. It was a non-issue. Mm-hmm. She's but like, like, I don't it, know. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my day, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's do uh, Sherry. Hello. Good morning, Crash. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, you messed up at a wedding, eh? Um, well, yes, I, I was the guilty party unknowingly. I didn't realize this was a faux pas. Um, it was a summer wedding. I wore uh, basically a suit, skirt, you know, with a nice jacket. It happened to be white. I paired it with a royal blue shirt underneath, um, not realizing that I was perhaps saying something to the bride. I have no idea. It wasn't <laughs> my intent at all. So but, like- yeah, now hearing conversations about this, and now it's like, oh, so disrespectful. I look back at pictures. And I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? Oh, because it looked like you're kind of like a part of the wedding party itself, or something, or like show, showing up. How white was your outfit? Was it all white? Um, well, it was a white skirt and jacket. Yeah. So like a, mm, yeah. Did you notice if anyone was looking at you? Did people comment on it? I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing is that in Sex in the City, Carrie marries Mr. Big at the courthouse in a white suit jacket and a white skirt. Mm. That's her wedding dress. Uh-oh. Oh, 
Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> you were the talk of that party, Sherry. <laughs> But you said you did it unknowingly. Like, you're like, I just thought this looked nice. And, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh, man. I never, never do it again, that's for sure. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks for sharing that. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, like, unknowingly, you're like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of situations are innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally wore the same color dress as the bridesmaids to one of my girlfriend's weddings. <gasps> <laughs> Her oh. mom did not look happy with me. Oh, oh no. no. Did uh, did people take it as like you were choked that you weren't asked to be a bridesmaid? Ah, uh, they might have. Right, it's very possible. Where you're like, no, I'm gonna wear your color then. And I just I walked in and went, well, I gotta just pretend I did this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Sit at the head table, sneak in for pictures. Yeah, I was helping out a lot. They just assumed I was a bridesmaid. Oh I man, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what about a white skirt? Just the skirt is white. I think that's fine. If, if, like, let's say on top mm-hmm. you're wearing, like, a blue or a purple. Yeah, or, that's fine. I think that's fine. So, flipsies, white on top, different color skirts yeah, fine? Yeah, Or does that get a little trickier? It gets trickier because you see more of it. It's near your face. Mm. Yeah, but I think if it's a split, because you're not, there's not really wedding skirts. And there's not a two-piece ensemble for your wedding. Mm. Right. So, I think you're fine. Oh, okay. Oh. That, yeah. Makes uh, sense. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's as long as you got like two different colors. Yeah. I think you're totally fine. This text here five six seven eight nine says, guys, I wore a white dress with black flowers and other black accents. It was a summer dress. My sister in law came up to me and said, "Thanks for wearing white to my wedding." Oh. I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even considered a white dress. It was covered in black. And then I remembered she was nineteen, marrying a thirty nine year old. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about that <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> What's the ruling on that? Is that a white dress? No. That's uh, fine. It's not a white dress. Because my dress was pale pink with black on it for Haley's wedding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was a little worried. With a big veil and those hat. colors are white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wore a veil. I have a train. Yeah, yeah, train. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to unclip the train. <laughs> and I came with my own bouquet of flowers. <laughs> oh, you, I didn't know. I didn't know. Awkward. <laughs> um, anonymous, how you doing? Hi, good morning. I'm good. How are you? Hi, good. good. Uh, you were at a wedding where uh, a mother-in-law showed up wearing something pretty questionable, right? Yes. My friend was wearing this beautiful mermaid cut style wedding dress. And her mother-in-law showed up basically wearing the same dress, but in bright orange. Bright orange? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Was this, was this an innocent mistake? Like, did she not know that that's what the wedding gown looked like? Oh, no, she knew it was a mermaid style, and she still chose to get it and get it in bright orange. (laughs) Now, the bright orange obviously is making a statement. That way she stands out way more than the bride, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, and when she walked in the room, did she make, like, a big ordeal? Um, she definitely wanted to be noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I would be livid. I'm going to say, like, kind of quietly, like, everyone must have been talking about her, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very obvious that it was, like, the same dress. And, like, a mermaid cut dress, like, Mm. you don't wear a mermaid cut dress unless, like, you're at a ball or a wedding. Like, you are the bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, like, a regular attire isn't a mermaid cut dress. That's not your, like, going out Saturday night dress. God, no. (laughs) Oh. Wow. I bet you everyone's jaw just hit the floor when she walked in. Oh yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, see, and it's it's sad for the uh, the bride and groom, but damn, I would love to be at a wedding like that. <laughs> yeah, me too. The drama. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
So a man from Drayton Valley is publicly thanking a swimming instructor who helped him after he ended up choking on water at a hotel pool. Oh. This is scary. So here's what Cody um, says happened. He and his family were evacuated from Drayton Valley in May because of the wildfires. Mm. They wanted a fun evening, so they booked themselves a room at the Sandman Hotel. And that's when uh, his kiddos encouraged him to go down the water slide. Now, Cody said, quote, I probably shouldn't have have. I rocketed myself down and started going too fast. As soon as it hit the water, it went up my nose, forcing me to open my mouth while I was underwater. Oh. And I took a breath in. Oh, no. Probably wasn't the best idea. He said that's when panic set in. He said, quote, I hopped out. I tried to make myself like gag or cough to get the water out and it wasn't working. And then I look over and I saw a bunch of red shirts. And to me, that was lifeguards. It was actually swim instructors. So Ethan, who was teaching swimming that day, noticed Cody. He said, I turned around, saw Cody as he was hopping out of the water. I saw him put his hands to his throat, a national sign for choking. And then he jumped in and did the Heimlich. Oh. Or the J, the J thrust. J thrust. The J thrust. Cody said, quote, he grabbed me, gave me the Heimlich, a few good pumps that then later water came spilling out of my mouth. Oh, man. And just so happens they were uh, doing some swim so school there. Did you guys know you could choke on water like this? Like, yeah. I knew that you could. I thought you'd just be able to cough it out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I guess he, he probably inhaled it, right? Well, yeah. he didn't. it didn't go into his lungs. Oh. Because that's also something called dry drowning, which is terrifying. Awful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is like literally just choking. Now, experts say if you're choking on water, try your best to cough it up. If you see somebody choking on water, strike them on the back. Hmm. And call 911. And I guess the whole thing was just like panic. It was just panic driven too, right? Because the water flew up his nose and then he panicked and, he and opened his And he opened his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether or not, I'm guessing oh. it just went like, it just like rushed into his throat. Mm-hmm. He came up choking. It's a crazy Jeez. story. Yeah. Big There's time. a picture of the two of them up in the app there. Cody's lucky that Ginger Hero was around. Because typically we've all been in hotel pools. Usually there's not any sort of lifeguard or yeah, anyone that's, responsible watching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the fact there was like a swim school's uh, going on there. Wow. Because if he was just flying solo, like he just... Who knows what would have happened? Right? This text here says one word, and it's just, it's like a hydro lock. Oh, it's just like... Yeah. Well, I guess like... You swallow so much of it that it just... Yeah, I've taken a big swig of water, and yeah, you get that like little airlock, and it's painful. Yeah. He obviously had that probably like quadrupled though. Mm-hmm. So it didn't go in his lungs. It just went in his. Just stuck in the throat. Just stuck in his oh, throat. It yeah. was choking him out. Hmm. Oh, that's terrifying. I didn't even know that you could choke on water. Yeah, me either. All right. Well, watch out, you guys. We do know you can walk on water. Well, God. Thank you. <laughs> Jared Leto. Thank you, Jared Leto. I hate that song too. <laughs> so the good news is. Yeah, that's great. Everybody's okay. Mm hmm. Which is great. All right, guys. Crash was just telling you about what the weather was going to be like uh, for the next couple of days and into the weekend. And lots of different weather agencies are coming out with the summer forecast. So it is here and the forecast is got the same theme. It's hotter than normal for much of Canada. Apparently right now we're in this real like blocky like pattern that features a large upper level ridge in the middle of the country and it's pretty much been there for a bit now which is why we've seen extreme heat mm-hmm. and these extremely dry conditions. But will this be what it's like all summer and will it be the summer of fire and smoke across Canada? Well, for the most part and it's all because of that El Nino. El Nino. 
it looks like we are definitely going to be warmer. After three years of cool water near the equator, La Nina, the easterly trade winds are increasing, which piles up warm surface water off the South American coast. That impacts the jet stream, which impacts our weather here. Mm. That's what's going on. So here in British Columbia and Alberta, a warmer than normal summer, they say, is likely across B.C. and Alberta with the hottest temperatures occurring in July. Mm. So our July is going to be a sizzling summer. Mm. It's legit. It is legit. You're locking it in? Um, well, I locked it in months ago. I locked it in but in the you, winter with the Farmer's well, Almanac. But we gave you a chance to change it. You're going to officially lock oh, it in. I Sizzling the, summer. The Farmer's Almanac called it six months ago. I knew they were right. <laughs> By the way, it's also been a very dry start to the season. But they say for Alberta, we're going to return to our more typical rainfall pattern in the months ahead with afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms, but heat during the day. Mm-hmm. So is the, are we officially in El Nino? Uh, yeah, they're calling it. It's done? It's done. Because we've had the uh, the Via La Nina here mm. for years, yeah, yeah. yeah. causing us these terrible winters. But now the hero El Nino is here to save the day. Yes, and bring possibly and also burn down fires. the planet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and burn down our country. So bring us a little rain. Throw a little well, rain in the mix. They Please. say they say in the next month, like that, we should be a return to that. Hopefully, yeah, we need the rain. Yeah. Yeah, so. Rain barrels are emptying out. <laughs> they also say frequent frontal systems will bring above normal rains to the far north areas of Canada, like the Yukon, uh-huh. uh, and also northern Alberta as well. So mm, Not us. Well, we should get a bit of rain, Hopefully. but yeah. we'll have to wait and see. All right, guys, this is really exciting. A new TV show is coming to Canada. A new, oh, to and Canada? you're going to hear the theme song and think, well, this isn't new. But guess what? Law and Order is getting a Canadian spinoff. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's SVU, eh? SVU, eh? <laughs> Apparently, uh, City TV announced that it has greenlit a new crime drama called Law and Order Toronto. Oh! Criminal Intent. Although, you know, there's been a couple crime shows, I think, uh, like Canadian production crime shows, that have been pretty good. Yeah. What was that one that I was really watching? Was it Flashpoint? I think it was. Yeah, you did like Flashpoint. That one was, I, uh, I could be wrong on the name, but... Uh, it was Flashpoint. That was a great show. You liked that one. Yeah, I, I was dedicated to that one. Now, this series is based on the long-running show created by Dick Wolf and will begin filming in Toronto this summer. According to producers, Law & Order Toronto, Criminal Intent, will feature original Canadian stories written, produced, and starring Canadians. Mm-hmm. Now, hang on. Are we getting the full NBC Law & Order treatment, or is this just like a, a Canadian broadcaster has the rights? Like, is this airing in America as well? I don't know if it's airing in America. Oh, oh. Here yeah. Although that crime show I was watching, The Flashpoint, that one was airing in the States. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that one, I think, that, I think that was on a Fox, maybe? Maybe you've got to look for, maybe you got to look to see how good it is, and then maybe they'll bring it to Toronto, I, or to uh, the States. After it, uh, after it airs in, in Canada, filmed in Toronto. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. By the way, no word yet on the casting either. The new Law & Order follows an elite squad of detectives who investigate high-profile co- crime and corruption in Metro Toronto. Ooh. You know what show really needs to... Uh, they need to do a reboot and make a Canadian version? Hmm. What's that? No, no. Oh. He's still alive. He's Canadian. <laughs> You're the only person who likes Boston Legal. 
No, I'm not. Every time I play it, it it no. lights up faces. Every time you play it, everybody texts in, what show is this? Like, they don't even know what show you're talking about. Well, by now you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in charge of the reboot. Oh, God. <laughs> Candace Bergen's still kicking. Oh, boy. Yeah, Denny Crane. Yeah. He's still alive. This theme song, it's like they only defended people who, like, slipped on banana peels. Yeah. always zany crimes that were committed. It is very zany. You're wouldn't, right. But wouldn't you watch a show with zany crimes? Tell me the name of this again. Boston Legal. And you want a non-Boston version. The whole thing. So, it'll be called Canada Legal. Canada Legal. <laughs> Look at all the Boston Legal heads popping Thank in. Thank you. Let's see this. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Lori says, Crash, Denny Crane rules! Yes, Denny Crane for life! What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so good. Was it like a dramedy? Or was yep. it just straight hilarious? It wasn't uh, hilarious at all. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, was it like serious at all? It was, was serious. A, it had serious oh, it moments, yeah. yeah. And the camera angles, like the panning of the camera, it was it was done very well. Yeah. Good camera pans? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You should have seen see Boston Legal last night. That's some incredible camera <laughs> With you, kids, not, wake up. With you, camera here yesterday. Uh, you, you should wake up, kids. What, what movie were you and Haley talking about loving so much yesterday? I had no, I had nobody. I had nobody because Ginger was away. Oh. What yeah. movie were you and Haley just like oh, drooling over? I don't know. I was on some heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah was on bad. and I was just legit talking about good, awesome, bad movies. Oh. Um, yeah. Once oh, Crash gets Boston Legal and has had everything else. Leaves. I know it's just gone now. All I can think about is Boston Legal. I can't remember what you. Does what anyone movie? remember? What was it about? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Do you know the concept? No. The context behind it. Were we googling actors in it? Yeah, I don't. I can't remember whatsoever. I'd have to go back on the podcast and have a listen. Was it an Adam remember. Sandler one? No. Because we were no, talking. We about, were talking. Yeah, about, we were talking about ac- uh, actors that people just hate. Yeah, uh-huh. we're talking uh-huh. about Magic Mike. That's a good movie. Oh, Magic Mike's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't Magic Mike. Oh, crap, what was it? It uh, was a cra- movie you and Crash had seen. I can't remember. We talked about it a lot yesterday. I don't recall. Yeah. It's been a long But it was a terrible movie. It was a terrible <laughs> movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was a terrible movie. And these two, of course, these just two just loving, loving it. it. Yeah. <laughs> just loving it. Here's some good news for Taylor Swift fans. <gasps> Apparently, Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy of the 1975 are over. Thank yeah, God. They're done. They've oh. broken up. But she's heartbroken. She was singing about it on stage, or Good. she talked about it on stage. I know. Taylor Swift never commented on some of the ignorant things her boyfriend said earlier this year, and maybe she never will, because they're kaputs. Taylor was first spotted hanging out with Maddie Healy of the 1975 in May, shortly after she ended her six-year relationship with Joe Alwyn. But her own fans kind of turned on her because of Maddie Healy's racist, misogynistic, and homophobic comments that he made back on a podcast in February. Mm. There's no word if that had anything to do with their breakup. A source says, quote, they're both extremely busy and realize they're not really compatible with each other. Taylor's friends want what's best for her and aren't shocked that their relationship fizzled out since she recently got out of a long-term one. So She said he was the love of her life. Who, Maddie Healy? That's what she said on stage. Yeah. Oh. She's heartbroken. Oh. Heartbroken. Yeah, well. She'll be on with the sure. someone else. I think yeah. she'll do okay. Yeah, I, th- I, think, yeah, I, think, I think she'll I think be she'll, okay. I think she'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, also, Mars, the movie we were talking about? Yes. Now You See Me. <laughs> oh, Now You See Me. <laughs> Here's the deal Thank with that. you, by like, the way. Now You See Me Again? Or I love magic. Yeah. Uh, they made a sequel to that. Yeah. Yes, they did. And you know what they didn't call it? Uh. Now You Don't. <laughs> and I know. they called it Now You See Me too. Now what you the see hell? Me yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it was sitting right there. <laughs> Maybe uh, there's going to be another one. Now you see me too. Now you see me don't. Now you don't see me. You can't do it now. You already yeah. do it on the second one. Uh, mm-hmm. Now yeah. you see me. Yeah. Now, now you, you don't. don't. Mm. 
It is. <laughs> but that was the one. Maybe they left it open so if you make if you do make a third, you can't say now you don't because that's kind of final. You can't say now you see me, now you see me, now you don't. Do you mm. see me? <laughs> you know what? They're not actually. They're not going to make a third. That movie, I hope like, they it, do. It wasn't that great of a movie. It, it was, was a movie. It was great. It was cool. It was magical. It, it was awesome. It was Let's great. See, now you see me three. It did you my see mind. it, Ginge? Yeah, I did. Did you like it? Well, I'm a sucker for magic. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> we would have had Ginge on like our side. Like it was okay. Oh, it was good. Oh, I, it wasn't like a, that's a movie though. If you see, if it's on, you watch it. Absolutely. It w- I would watch it again. I think I've seen uh, both of them a couple times. It wasn't cinema. But then, no. yeah, was it? Oh, it was, it was cinema. Oh, it was good. Yeah, there's been cinema. no movement on the on the on the the third one, so what? it doesn't look like it's happening. Oh, now yeah, you see not. me too. What a dumb name. <laughs> it should have been. Now you don't. Yes. Right. And like Woody Harrelson's good in it. Yeah. 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 Eisenberg. I mean, mm. yeah. yeah like hey, Franco, Michael Caine, right? All Star line. Harry I'm, Potter. Yeah, like it, it was fine. It was a movie. It was fine. <laughs> if you're hiking through the Joshua Tree in Southern California this week, and if you're craving something cheesy, this is your ticket. Haley, you're going to die. Are oh, you ready? I'm listening. For some reason, Cheese It, the crackers, has opened up a pop-up gas station in the area, but instead of pumping gas, the pumps will spray Cheese its through your car window. <laughs> Just a tube of Cheez-Its. I've had dreams about this. Oh, my goodness. Open your mouth. Ah. They're calling it the Cheez-It Stop, and there's also merch for sale, which is being described as absurdly cheesy mementos, because it is just about Cheez-Its. Of course, there's boxes of Cheez-Its, including special flavors that aren't in stores. If you're in the area, you can go and you can check it out, but it's only running for a limited time. Mm -hmm. Pull up at the gas station, and someone there, the gas attendant, will pump and spray Cheez-Its throughout your vehicle. That sounds amazing. You a big fan, Haley? Oh, I love Cheez-Its. I, when they came to Canada, what was like a year or two ago now? Yes. I was I was very excited because yeah. I heard incredible things. Mm. I was a little disappointed. Ah. With the flavor? Like, yeah. Is it comparable to, uh, I don't I do not do crackers, is it comparable to like a, a Ritz? I'd say a Ritz has more flavor than a Cheez-It. Whoa. <laughs> Different texture, but the Ritz has that, that buttery flavor. There uh-huh. was a Canadian version of the Cheez-Its that I actually thought was a little bit better. Oh. Before the Cheez-Its came to town. Do you remember what they were called? Just no. Cheez-It with a Z instead of a Z. <laughs> Chez. I don't remember what they were called. But they were little orange squares. Huh. And that's, damn, that's they were, they were good. That's Cheez-It. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they were, it was the Canadian version. They were good. Hmm. Yeah. I like the Cheez-Its. We never not have Cheez-Its in our cupboard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I think we have three different flavors right yeah. now. Although, yeah, Mars will hit. Uh, not necessarily Cheez-Its. Well, no, you, you've had Cheez-Its. You like yeah. crackers. I like crackers. Yeah, because then there's like random wheat thins. Yeah, I like a wheat thin. A yeah. wheat thin? Is, that, is a wheat thin considered a cracker? Yes, it is a cracker. Is. Yeah, okay. I like a wheat thin. Mm-hmm. Vegetable thins? Yeah, I like vegetable thins too, yeah. Uh, the most, I like them with cream cheese. The most crackery I get is a crisper. Oh, crispers are good. Yeah. But yeah, is it a good. chip or is it a cracker? Uh, I think it's considered a cracker. Uh, some people are remembering those crackers. I think they're either called cheese nips or cheese nibs. I no one can remember. I think they. I think they were. I bet nips. they were at one time. But I is it cheese nips? <laughs> yeah, craft cheese nips. Chat, craft cheese nips. Is that what yeah. they're called? Yeah, that in the early two thousands. I'm hoping. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, no, there they are. Cheese nips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, doesn't feel like it's okay to say. What could be n- n- like? Nipples. Oh yeah, there they are. Cheese nips. There they are. Huh? Apparently, you can still buy them too. I just enjoyed those better than the cheese its. Yeah, Cheez-Its, I was very disappointed. Maybe my hopes were too high. Yeah, it could be. 
You tried getting into the goldfish craze too. Mm, I love goldfish. No, I just had leftover goldfish after my nieces left. Oh, so I ate them. So they're like big bags. Tried getting into the goldfish craze in 2023. <laughs> you guys heard about this? The moment goldfish. They're okay. I don't mind goldfish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love a goldfish. Yeah, I'll throw. I'll throw a handful in my mouth. Because you bought uh, like salt and vinegar ones. Like they had all these wild flavors. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. It wasn't just cheese, guys. Oh, it was good. They've gotten into the sweet gang too, so mm-hmm. they have cupcake flavored. Goldfish? Really? Oh my god, they're like crack. They're so good. <laughs> oh, I could crush an entire bag in one sitting. Oh, someone's oh, never had crack. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a it's different yeah. effect. <laughs> I don't know. I wasted a whole day. Oh no. <laughs> so lots of exciting things happened yesterday uh, with Apple. So let's get to it. Um, and now, first of all, if you guys um, are fans of Apple or any of their Apple products, they did make a lot of announcements yesterday and one of the things that everybody likes to look at is a bunch of new features when it comes to like a new iOS mm-hmm. um, and these are some of the latest updates to your Apple phone uh, like with the new one when it comes out that they're, they're pretty cool they're pretty cool so these are what the new phones are going to have uh, number one you're going to be able to leave a message on FaceTime cool mm. so if you make a call on FaceTime and no one answers you no longer have to text them you can record a video of yourself at, that's your voicemail it'll be saved in FaceTime oh okay my parents are gonna get so many weird videos for me can you do this already with like a WhatsApp I don't, I don't really do many voice calls but can you record a video and throw it to someone Google already does it oh Google yeah. does it yeah I've been doing it for Walmart's. Oh what's, yeah, I don't what's the Google messaging service? Well, it was called Duo. Now it's like they t- they teamed it up with here. Let's see. Oh, so oh. nobody's using it. Okay. <laughs> no, hold on. All right. I Ginger's it. actually emailing video files. Okay, right. <laughs> meet. Re- it's under their meet thing now. Meet. Well, that's okay. When, came huh? when the everyone went to online stuff and the oh, like the meetings, meetings oh, and stuff. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, live voicemail number two. Now, a lot of people say they hate answering the phone when they don't know who's on the other line. Mm. So this new feature allows you to see, get this, a real-time transcription as that person is leaving the message. Cool. Oh, that's kind of neat. Then it gives you the opportunity to either let them continue their message, ignore it, or answer the phone quickly while they're leaving the message. That's very old school. That's cool. Because remember, like, our old school tape answering machines or the digital ones at home, the phone rings, and then it's like, hi, it's your mother calling, and you're like, oh my god, I don't want to do this. This is going to be an hour. And then she's like, I got some big news and some checks came in the mail. I'm like, you're right and you would answer and be like oh my god i I just got in the house yeah (laughs) that's a neat neat feature so it's a pretty neat feature and the best part of this feature possibly is that it um the calls identified as spam will spam will automatically be declined they won't ring out they won't ring to your voicemail if it's identified as spam it just it will ring once and then just go away my texting is good at uh blocking spam now yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they updated. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know. Is it just a Telus thing? But all my uh, crappy texts, uh, yeah. spam ones, just get blocked. Do you still check them? I still go and check them. I do. Yeah, I get a notification. It just says spam blocked, and then no. I take a look. Block all right, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely snap Mars because my Pixel's been doing that with its Google Assistant for years. So someone can leave you a voicemail and you can see them recording yeah, it in real time? I can time? answer the phone with my assistant. Or if I'm like phoning someone I get put on hold, I hand it over to the assistant. No, but like if I call you and I'm like, hi, Ginge, blah, blah, blah. Like it's transcribing it immediately as I'm Leaving the message? It on your phone? Yeah, when you, when you get, well, they have to call me. 
Yeah. Because if I call you and I'm leaving you a voicemail, you can see what I'm saying transcribed? Yes. While she's still on the line. Yes, if I, let the, you, if I let the assistant answer, just say, hello, this is Google Assistant. And so oh, the phone for Genji, okay. Oh. And then leave your message. And then it's like, do, 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 do. I'm like, oh, I would like to answer this. And you have a chance to be like, hello. Yes. Oh. Damn uh, it. Once again, nobody cares about the Google oh. phones. Sorry. All right. Uh, next on my list, improved autocorrection and dictation. So years after dealing with some ridiculous edits, everybody knows about duck and ducking. Yeah, oh yeah. That for some reason that's all it sends. Mm-hmm. You're trying to like use that word the way it should be Let used. Let me write the way I speak. I yeah. agree. <laughs> the phone should know we buy now. Yeah, it so, knows I'm a trash person. Ex- exactly. So Apple calls this a comprehensive update to enhance the experience and accuracy of users when they're typing or doing dictation. So no more will it change those words mm. to duck or ducking. Okay. I feel like my pixel is the <laughs> is the talented, overachieving older child uh-huh. yeah. who gets no love. No, we and hate then it. the beautiful younger sister starts walking for the first time. It's like, oh my God, look. Yeah. She's she invented walking. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Everybody come look. Why didn't Google highlight this then when they rolled out the new pixel? Like they you did. got that sweet new sexy phone. They did. Mars is right. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh. Um, yeah. Next on my list is a catch-up arrow and a swipe in reply in iMessage. So if you've ever been away from a chat group for a little while and you've missed dozens or hundreds of messages, a new feature will take you back to exactly where you left off. Oh, so you don't have to scroll exactly. All the way up oh, that's good. Yeah, group chat. You don't. Have, you can just pick up where you left off. And replying to those messages will be a lot easier with a new like swipe to reply option, which is pretty cool. And then transcription for voice notes. So voice notes are a convenient way to communicate, but they can also be a pain in the butt if you don't have time to listen to them. However, the new update that will allow voice notes to be transcribed in real time so users can see them instantly or go back and listen to them later. Mm. So there's some of the, just a few of the features that are pretty exciting. I do like that on the uh, Samsung phone now with the texting app. Uh, that you can reply with uh, like emojis, like how you do on like a WhatsApp or whatever. What the hell are you talking about? Haley and I do that all day long. Mm-hmm. No, like I can, like uh, I could just like highlight the text. Yeah. Oh, come on, fingers work, and then you can just like boom, fire, fire off. An yeah, emoji. that's what that's what so we do. Guys. That's what we do all day. That's oh, what yeah. we've been oh, doing that, that for years. Okay. Which? How do you guys like getting that? It's a conversation ender. Is it? Oh yeah, an emoji. If you just like oh. someone's text. Although, yeah, looking yeah, at some, conversation other, looking oh, some yeah. other texts that I've done that, yeah, they haven't replied. Because <laughs> you don't need to. That's just saying I see your text message and I'm going to do whatever it That's is That's a good that point. I've yeah. acknowledged it. Yeah. You I don't need it. to be the last person to speak. Not as, it feels like a little less to me than like a uh, ha-ha. Let's say I, find, I send you a funny uh, TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just give LOL. me like the crying laughing emoji yeah. instead of like the legit... Or even an LOL. Yeah, yeah. But instead of typing it out, it feels a little lesser than. Oh. See, because sometimes, like with Apple, you can send a haha, but it's like a little cartoon bubble on the side. Yeah, I know. Okay. How did my reaction show up on your phone? I don't. Mine's I don't like even an animated thumbs up. Because um, you're the the iPhone's been doing the animated. You uh, literally just sent me a thumbs up. Like that's nothing. Oh yeah, mine's a little animated. To here. my grocery list that I sent you yesterday. Thumbs up, baby. Get the tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Still talking grocery shopping? <laughs> and the other thing everybody was really excited to see was Apple's new goggles, the yeah. Vision Pro. So the Apple Vision Pro is one of the first new products from Apple in the last years and will have a fully 3D interface. It's an AR VR headset. It was one of the expected releases and it's being called, quote, a magical new experience. So for those of you who have the Oculus, we talked about the Oculus a lot yesterday mm-hmm. and you guys love your Oculus. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You'll love it. The Vision Pro is, quote, a revolutionary spatial computer that seamlessly blends digital content with the physical world while allowing users to stay present and connected to others. So you can wear them, but still be present and connected to other people in the room. It's weird because I've watched the uh, the big launch video on this. Um, ridiculously priced. Uh-huh. It's $3,500 US. Because we're talking about and we're like, oh, I don't know, maybe it'll be like $1,500, $2,000. Yeah. And then we're joking because uh, Apple people will buy it. Yeah. I don't know if Apple people will buy $3,500 headset. Yeah. It had better also do like LASIK. Yeah. That's <laughs> right? Expensive. I think with uh, if you use it for an extended period of time, I think you will need LASIK. Yeah. Right. It'll fry your eyes. It also operates by using your eyes, your hands, and your voice. They're calling it a breakthrough device that comes with an ultra-high resolution display system that packs about 23 million pixels across two displays. The concept is neat, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we need it. Right. Also, it doesn't look... Apple's thing, which they're really good at, is they make stuff look cool. I know like everything looks pretty. Yeah. yeah, this still looks like stupid VR glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're still putting a big headset on. We were talking about that yesterday, wondering if it was going to be more sleek, like where you weren't wearing like a big goggle, like a yeah. ski goggle on your face. It's just as big as the Oculus. And here we are. It only runs two hours, and you have to have a battery pack with a wire hanging off your oh. head. Oh, do you? To continue using it, yeah. And it looks like they're, I saw the video I saw at least, looks like they're marketing it exclusively to weekend dads. It yeah. was like a dad watching a video of his family yeah. that looks like thousands of miles away because he sees them once a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, hi, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like for that divorced oh, dad no. market. Like the concept is neat because like we were talking about Oculus yesterday and like yeah, the majority we of people are just using it for, you know, just playing video games with it. Yeah, it This is like a workstation life. Like you can do video chats, but you can have like multiple things on the go. You can have your virtual TV run in sports in one corner. You turn your head and you're like oh there's my children hi dad <laughs> hi dad and yeah. then in the middle you can have like your email open yeah. you can have a pop-up virtual keyboard and it reads your fingers and you can just type in the air and which, just, is cool. which is kind of neat but will we get to the point where we actually use that he's uh the guy in the there's a picture up of it up in the app there he's plugged into his phone uh nope that's uh your battery pack oh yeah, oh. you have to carry a big it looks like a laptop adapter but the yeah. screen's so tiny. Why does it need such a? Powerful... I think because it's just like running full time. You're running a big computer there. So you're not connected to your phone. I don't. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it does connect. Yeah, because it's pulling messages and stuff. Hmm. Thirty five hundred US. You think people will buy it? Oh yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's neat because I believe too. Like they show like uh, rooms and stuff that you can see through the goggles. I believe you can capture your own room as well. Like uh, probably when you're setting it up, you record your whole room, like that whole 360 view thing, and then you put the goggles on, and it's still your room. And then you have all these overlay of the TV and the social yeah. media. Video yeah, chats, thought, like uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. People are gonna buy it. We we're talking about this last night. And Mars is like, but I want to see my cats. And I'm like, well, get a virtual cat. But don't, don't, they inter- <laughs> don't they integrate the two? What? Like, am I not also like looking at my room as it is in the physical world? And no, then- I think I think it captures your room oh. in like a, a video form or a, a 360 picture. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think your room is in real time. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I want to see actual life, like real life things. Yeah. And it is weird because you can walk, if Mars is wearing them, I could walk by and see kind of what she's looking at. Because you'll see a, a glow on the lens. 
The video is really cool, guys. If you're looking to like watch something today, like this text here, five six seven eight nine says, "I just watched something on Apple's AR headset yesterday. If it performs as it as they claim it does, I'm super impressed by it. I know it's neat, but thirty five hundred dollars. Uh, no, like yeah. no, God no, it's a trip. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. No, even that uh, hurts. No. You can enjoy that trip virtually, Mars. No, I'd rather like again. I want to like. <laughs> I'd rather be there. I'd rather be there, eating the food, feeling the heat. I'd rather be there without my phone. Well, I can yeah. turn. Uh, you can run a vacation in your goggles, and I'll blast you with a heater. I don't want that. <laughs> no, I don't want that either. I'm with Splash Haley. Splash some water no, in your face. <laughs> don't. You're gonna ruin the VR headset. <laughs> yeah, right. Try it, <laughs> man. Now, with all that, I also saw this article, and I thought that this was really interesting. Apparently, virtual reality, in whatever form you're using it, is starting to help people overcome their phobias, especially the phobia of a fear of heights. Mm. In other words, you can strap on some sort of a VR headset and get over your fear of heights by living in a virtual reality world where you're looking 48 stories down. Perhaps maybe you're walking a plank. On the top of a skyscraper. It is weird. Because that VR park we went to, you had to walk that plank to save the cat. I refused to do it, remember? Yeah, Mars would not it. walk the you plank. Just let the cat die? Yeah. Oh my God. We were at like this, uh, the VR was a skyscraper, uh-huh. and the window was knocked out, and there's a board hanging out, and a little oh. cat on the end of this plank, and you yeah. have to walk out and go get the cat. So you're walking out, and you look down, and you're like, Oh my god! You're about 50, 50 stories yeah, in the, the air. The vehicles look like, like tiny little ants way down there. You're like, oh, <laughs> and it's got like wind blowing on you, yeah. so you're like, huh? Yeah, and you got to reach down, and they have like a an actual like doll or a, like a stuffed animal that you got to pick up. But on the headset, it looks like a real cat. Right. And you're like, oh my god, Mars would not. No, I just shake some treats. <laughs> I'm not going yeah. out there. That's the way to get a cat. Mars yeah. kicks the board off. Yeah, it was pretty because cool, I remember I started. Remember I got down on my hands and knees. Yeah, and I had to crawl on, along the plank, and then I said, mm. I'm not doing this. It is a little uh, nerve wracking. Yeah. like that cycling one that we did. Where you ride your bike off a plank and it's got wings, and they flap the quicker you pedal. Uh-huh. That was terrifying because my bike just went straight off. Yeah, you rode like, your bike off a cliff. It actually felt like you were falling. Yeah, it was so wild. Wiley Coyote VR park. What's- <laughs> yeah. So they looked at in this study at a number of people who have some extreme phobias and whether or not virtual reality therapy was something that they could do in order to overcome them. Now, of those phobias, it included height. Escalators, um, skydiving, driving. Hmm. Well, that's really interesting. Elevators, roller coasters, roller coasters, yeah. and airplanes. I feel like roller coasters was like the first classic VR thing that you would put in those. Remember the was it Google VR those yeah, cardboard those cardboard ones? ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, the virtual reality therapy obviously combines other forms of therapy for these severe phobias, like talk, um, obviously sitting talking to somebody, um, allowing patients to immerse themselves in their fears, talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, and other mental health diagnoses, and so on. But they said by using uh, the VR for the recovery of these phobias, Mm. it actually really upped your percentage of recovering in some way. Hmm. Well, that's good news. Especially yeah. especially they saw with the um, escalators, the elevators, and heights. Like, people are terrified of escalators? Yeah. Wow. Of what, like, the, the consequences of what happens if you get stuck in one? They just can't go on one. They just don't like the overall concept. They don't like the yeah. overall concept. The little teeth eating your feet at the top and bottom. I, I don't know what they're afraid of. You guys are probably ramping up those fears even more. Like, if the... 
Oh, because we've all seen the videos where they just like oh, break yeah. free and then people fall into the gears. You fall inside the gears. Oh my god! You don't fall out of the gears. No. This woman they look at. Her name is Faye, and she said her fear of escalators became so debilitating it was interfering with her every day to day life. In other words, she couldn't even go to get her check in luggage because she had to take an escalator. Wow. To like go That'd be tough, yeah. Right. Hmm. Which is kind of crazy. Hmm. So I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, first of all, do you think that you have a phobia that could be assisted with the use of VR? Mm-hmm. Like that you could find some sort of therapy from it? Like are you terrified of heights? Are you terrified of escalators, flying, roller coasters? As I discovered last week when I went in for a MRI... Uh, I I'm uh, claustrophobic. You're slightly I, claustrophobic. I do not like confined spaces. No. So if I get into a VR uh, world and I'm in a confined space, yeah. I think I would lose my mind. Yeah, probably. Ooh. But if I just immerse myself to it all the time, I get used to it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's the idea. Just like you get to experience it over and over, so it eventually loses its hold on you. I guess. So like we could throw spiders at you. I don't think that's how therapy works oh. at all. <laughs> oh, they're saying. <laughs> I'm saying that it does with assisted, obviously, with other therapy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. And it's not like it's actually happening. It's just VR. Yeah, it's VR. Yeah. yeah. So they use the VR along with other types of therapy, including like talk therapy, etc. So you know there's always an escape by taking it off. Yes. Versus me actually throwing live spiders at you, Jen. Right, right, that's right. a problem. Then locking the door. <laughs> or maybe somebody like talking to you while you're in your VR land. Talking you through it. Talking you through it. Well, that'd be nice. That's nice. Like, here's a spider. Yeah. Pick uh-huh. it up. Go touch it. Oh, that works. Yeah. Did anybody use VR? And were you in one of those situations where you actually felt like it's a new phobia of yours or you discovered you had one? Mm-hmm. Because the one I didn't like in VR was that roller coaster. That one sucked. Mm. I didn't like that one at all. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was weak. Do you like roller coasters? No. Oh. <laughs> No, didn't like it at all. You got to do more of it, I guess. All right. If you've discovered a phobia, used VR for a phobia, or you're like, oh, wow, look, I just use this VR and now I have a phobia, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We were talking about um, all of Apple's new announcements yesterday, including the fact that they unveiled a brand new VR headset and also the biggest MacBook ever, which they're saying is the greatest computer in the world, mm. by the way. How big are we talking? Oh, I don't, I didn't see the... Uh, I think it's huge. Yeah, they have some big boys already. But with the VR, like the AR VR headset, uh, it is called the Apple Vision Pro. It was It's one of the first new products from Apple in the last few years. And people were trying it out. There's lots of videos on it right now. It looks kind of cool. I didn't realize that you could see your eyes through it. Yeah. Like if you were looking at me, you could yeah, you see could my see, face. You could see the face too. Yeah, it's you not can, blacked out. I think there's a couple modes. You can see the face. You can see the screen of what like you're looking at. Oh, okay. Yeah. You turn that feature off. Yeah, you could just black it out, too. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want... Because we all know why we're buying it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's true. Some people can't see what I'm looking at. That's true. Yeah. Well, uh, with that also came out um, a new story. It was actually some research from Oxford University where people there were looking at people who had a phobia, um, specifically elevators, escalators, heights, roller coasters, airplanes, to participate in a new clinical trial. And that trial involved testing out new virtual reality technology as a therapeutic tool. And some people who went through the program said that their phobias were lessened. Mm. Has anyone, you guys talked about the the VR on the, the skyscraper and you yeah. can feel the wind, you see 50 stories below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anyone done VR like swimming? 
Because what's that deep oh, water? That, oh the lassa, the lassophobia. Yeah, some uh-huh. people are terrified of deep water in the ocean yeah. and the lakes. Yeah, I bet you can't you'd... see the bottom. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, when the bottom's like way down there, oh. my stomach drops. Yeah, it's like that photo where it's like all summery, and you see the kid floating in the little inner tube, yeah. and it's like half the photo is below water, and all you can see is darkness and the kid's feet. Oh, I don't like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I've never really thought about it. Uh. I could, yeah, I could use some VR to help me with that. But can you like? Have like you, I don't know if I told you guys, but uh, certified diver yeah, right we here. Oh, well, you got scuba? Yeah, and uh, yeah. When I got certified, they uh, dropped us in the ocean, and that's when I I did panic because I looked down and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. and I lost my breath because oh my god, the bottom is way down there. So if mm-hmm. I had VR for that, I could have been prepared. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. So. I don't think so either. Yeah. What? what do you mean? I'm what? I think because it was also operating the equipment. Your head is like the you're, you're they're taking away. Air. I think mm. that was part of it for you as well. Mm. You're lying yeah. on the tank. Yeah, oh even God. though, yes. And the pressure. Oh. Just, I'm certified. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Barely. He put himself, just so we could say, he hasn't been since. He hated it the whole time he was doing it. <laughs> but I got that card. That's a great picture. That's a great picture. Yeah, you got a good picture that on that card. On <laughs> we, were watching this, uh, <laughs> we were watching some YouTube videos of, I don't know, some people like doing some adventurous stuff. Yeah. And one guy in the video said that all day he had a feeling in his stomach, like, I shouldn't be doing this. Why am I doing this? Uh-oh. And Crash looked over at me. He's like, that's how I felt the day we went scuba diving. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, maybe I don't need to do this. <laughs> the day where we are going to do the open water dive. I'm yeah. like, maybe uh, I don't need it. <laughs> and I said, well, why, why did we do it? then and he was like well you were fine I'm like yeah but I I was fine sure but yeah. I'm not afraid of that it doesn't I don't know it doesn't bother me <laughs> um, so yeah do you have did you discover that you have a, a fear of something sure did you put on VR and you're and you're like oh my god I can't do roller coasters or heights or anything anymore um, 780-489-4669 Jennifer can start things up how you doing I'm good. How are you? Hi. Fantastic. Uh, you were uh, playing with a VR headset. Uh, did it give you some anxiety or what? Um, well, you guys were talking about fear of heights. Yeah. I do have a fear of heights, and I've done a few games, and it just it doesn't well it hasn't helped me yet. Let's put it that way. Oh man, really? We there's there was places in the city you could go and play VR before the Oculus came out, and yeah. so we did that, and then just to try it out before we bought the Oculus. But they had this game where you could embody a monster and these monsters could go wherever um, and smash cities, yeah. um, climb buildings. You could punch a hole through a building and grab people and eat the people and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. I think it was supposed to be a team building thing because you could be six monsters at one time. So, oh, okay. But anyway, so yeah, we climbed up these skyscrapers and you're 40 stories up in the, the sky. And when you jump off because you're invincible... I just ended up puking everywhere. You you, <laughs> you up. What? You get the you get the feeling of free falling, and it just yeah. I do just, get that. Yeah, when I was playing with some VR and I I fell off the cliff, I did I did feel deep in my stomach like a free fall. So yeah. I t- I totally get that, but not to the point of puking. You actually puke. Did you like? Did you try to like like touch the ground? Like, did you do anything with your body? Um, well, my body kind of just jerked around, actually. It was sort of like I sort of just grabbed a hold of myself. My body kind of knew just to stand there. Mm-hmm. But just, the, yeah, you're, the feeling. you just kind of grab yourself because your your brain doesn't know what's happening. Oh, no. That's funny. After you vomited all over, did you rip the goggles off? And you're like, nope. No, I kind of just stood there in shock for a little bit to gain my composure. And then quickly, yeah, that 
at, in the uh, stores, they're connected to the roof, right? So you can just take them off real quick and then run to the bathroom and grab some toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I, uh, but I, I could see how people sure. would totally get sick with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, thanks, Jennifer. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. It's funny because with the headset, like you're feeling, just take it off. But right. I think it's just that split second, right? Yeah. That break. Yeah, yeah. That mental disconnect. Yeah, because... Like while we're doing VR, like uh, your mind gets into it. It's it's so captivating. Everywhere you look, that's yeah. that's it. That and then you fall off. You're like, <gasps> and your body your just body. immediately goes into panic mode. When we did the bikes, where you had to pedal off the cliff in order to get started, and then your bike flew through the air. Yeah, I everybody I saw everybody's bikes go off the cliff, mm. and I wouldn't pedal. Remember that? Yeah, uh, yeah. It froze up. Yeah, I froze and up. Like we could talk to each other. I'm like, pedal. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> He's yelling at me. I'm like, no, you're get making me off. look dumb virtually. Virtually. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually embarrassing me. <laughs> Can't pedal uh, Carla, hello. How you doing? Good. How are you guys today? Hi. Uh, we're good. good. Uh, you were dabbling with a uh, VR, right? Yeah. Yeah. About a month and a half ago, I bought an underwater um, simulator where you can swim with any underwater creature that you want. Oh. <laughs> is this like a goggle? Yeah. Is it like what is it? The Oculus? No, it's like yes, yeah, Oculus. Yeah. Okay. And um, you can go and swim with any kind of shark that you want. So I tried that, and uh, I tried the great the great white shark one. Yeah. So you're underwater. All of a sudden, you're in a cage, and the cage starts rattling. I look down, and there's a great, big, great white shark trying to get at me through the cage. Oh, and screw I this. <laughs> Does it look realistic? <laughs> Oh, yes, it was very re- realistic for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. I screamed and I took the VR off my head and the kids were like, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> They're just freaking out on the couch. They're like, what is happening yeah. there? <laughs> oh, yeah, because it is so realistic. Like, And then your your mind just like, it goes with it. It's rolling yeah. with it. Like, it's real. It, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I, the, there's a lot of them there, too. Like, the Tetris game is wild. Yeah. Oh, I've never like seen the these, Tetris. Oh, yeah. It's it's wild. It's, huh. it's very realistic. Wow. These okay. big blocks coming at you. Wow. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Carla. For sure. Thanks, Thanks Carla. Okay. Bye-bye. Like, okay. So, if you've uh. got a fear of water, and now you've got literally jaws coming up at your feet, mm-hmm. right? But there's some, like, you should always be afraid of great white sharks. Yeah, you should be. But, like, it's a virtual thing. So you technically, like, you're like, it's just a video. Like, who cares? Why is it terrifying you like it's actually happening? Because it looks real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a fear you should. You shouldn't try to get oh, over that. Oh, fear. To, to try to get over it. Keep a healthy respect for great whites <laughs> and the ocean in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, uh, CJ, how you doing? Good, and you guys? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, you discovered that you have a, uh, a fear or phobia, right? Uh, I would say it's a fear, not to the extent of a phobia. Okay. I still use the escalators, but when I was younger, my niece and I were on an escalator, and he almost fell off. Like, fell down. Yeah. Like, down the stairs or off the side of it? Like, down the stairs. Like, he just tripped and, like, fell backwards a bit? She was, like, seven, so she just wasn't paying attention. Ah, and then you saw that go down, and then since then you've had a fear. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like grabbed her so fast. I don't even talk about it. I don't even know if she remembers. Yeah, yeah. So like if you're living your day to day and you're at the mall and you're like, oh God, I got to go up the escalator. There's a bit of you that still has that fear. Yeah, like you do take pause. I do take pause, but more when I see people doing stupid stuff on them. Oh, well, yeah, because then you're just like immediate flashback. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh my God, somebody's going to die. Somebody's yeah, going to yeah. die. And when you get on, do you just like grip that railing and hang on tight? Well, I also don't like germs. Oh, well, that's a problem. That's a dirty, dirty handrail. I don't even touch them, and I'm not afraid of germs. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think that's a bigger issue than like falling down the stairs. It's like a double-edged sword. That, like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, thanks, CJ. (laughs) Okay, bye bye. Remember that video that went viral of the kid licking the handrail? I do. Later. Uh. (laughs) I do. Remember everything we licked during COVID because we're super dumb. (laughs) Yep. Remember that? Yeah. Boy, Uh, we're dumb. One more on this. Uh, Karen's hanging on. Hey, Karen. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Um, You you dabbled in some VR as well. How'd that go for you? Which is the VR Oculus. Yeah. And I I don't like heights. If you live in the most beautiful apartment on the penthouse, I will not go close to the back balcony. I will not. Oh, really? So, Get used nope. To it. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> I can't. It just puts a pit in my stomach. Right. Really? You can't so, do it. No, I can't. I can't do it. So, we did the I heard you guys talking about the skyscraper one yeah. from on Oculus. So you get into this Oculus and you're actually in an elevator and, you know, you got the elevator music as you're going up and it opens to the entire world oh. of Skyscraper. Yeah. And you have to walk out on this little plank. And it was my first time doing it. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And I fell off <laughs> the plank. I fell off the plank and I hit the floor so hard. It's I, I was as flat as a pancake. I I thought oh, I had died. Because it feels so real. And I yes. guess, yeah, it, you going up the elevator, it got you in the mindset that you're up, going up an up apartment. Yes, yeah, sure. It kind of there feels it like you're... And then, boom, the door opens, and there, there you is. are. And you never, never did. you never thought to yourself, I should take these off? You don't think of it in, the, in that minute. Yeah, there's a yeah, that split yeah, you second. Just, your body is dying. <laughs> yeah, it's in that fight or flight mode. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely and, terrifying. It was the scariest. It was the scariest, and I never did it again. And um, I will not do it again. We actually don't have the VR anymore because if you're if you're sensitive to motion, you will puke. We did the roller coaster one as well, and my son was not well. Oh yeah, <laughs> VR does not work for you guys. No, it's no. best that it's out of your house. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So this is kind of a cool um, little story. First of all, we all know that finding one of the greatest restaurants in the world and saying that you were able to dine there mm. certainly is a real treat. Well, now um, an Alberta restaurant has been nominated for North America's Best Fine Dining Hotel oh. Restaurant. Ooh. Oh, which wow. is pretty cool. Uh, do we get it or does Calgary get it? Neither Calgary or Edmonton gets oh. it. Oh. I'm okay. happy as long as it's not I'll Calgary. take that as a win. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, the nominations for the Best Fine Dining Hotel Restaurants in the continent were named and Eden at the Rimrock Resort Hotel in Banff is up for North America's Best Fine Dining Hotel Restaurant. I've never been to the Rimrock Resort and I've never been to Eden, but I was doing some reading up on it and it looks incredible. Mars, I got some sad news for you. What's the sad news? I had a reservation there for your birthday and it was canceled. 
Because oh. we had some cat drama. Well, we thought our cat was dying. You oh. could have dined there. I could have dined there. The Rimrock is gorgeous. Have you yeah. been? Well, I've, I haven't stayed. <laughs> oh, you haven't it's stayed. Steep. <laughs> yeah. It's like Fairmont Banff. Scratch. Yeah. She nice. Yeah, she looked nice. Is it nicer than the Fairmont? Well, no. It's I mean, not. It's, the views are maybe because it's higher up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the building itself, no. I mean, no offense. The right vibe now. is different. But yeah, it's not. It's no castle in the Rockies. Mm. Okay. Mm. Never it's been. It's our signature hotel, Mars. You can't. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm just wondering, just because I haven't heard the Mars is not here. a fan of the look. No, I'm just saying that the Lake Louise property was a big disappointment. That's all I'm saying. Oh. When we were there. Yeah, that was a disappointment. Good to know. Yeah. That's no castle in the Rockies, though. That's just about the lake. It's not about the Yeah, the, the, the feature is yeah. the lake. Yeah. Not the broken windows, peeling yeah. wallpaper, water stains. Yeah. I also bad food. haven't <laughs> been to the Bam Springs Hotel in over a decade, so. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, but the Red Rock, yeah, she was fancy. Ooh, she's pricey. Sorry you didn't get oh, to yeah. go. That's all right. <laughs> the fourth annual World Culinary Awards celebrate establishment all over the world, and it's pretty cool that Alberta, our province, is getting a bit of a recognition with that spot over in uh, Banff. Yeah, that's huge. Categories include, by the way, the world's best restaurant, the world's best fine dining restaurant, the world's best rooftop, and Ooh. more. And it's like all around the world. I do love a good rooftop patio. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, here's what's cool. A few other Canadian nominations do include Craft Kelowna having the best rooftop restaurant. Oh. Wild Blue and Whistler hoping to snag the best new restaurant in North America as well. Mm. I feel like, I know the season's somewhat short and it probably would cost a filthy amount of money, but a lot of like bars and restaurants should have rooftop patios. Agreed. Even like half your roof. Just like get get us up there. Slap some tables up there. I remember when we were living in Regina, there was a bar downtown that they built that rooftop patio, remember? And like people were lighting up for it. They're like, oh my God, dining on well, a roof? Because it was the only one. It was the only one. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was beautiful. They did a great job up there. Yeah, they did do a really good job. Mm. We've got some really nice spots here. Yeah, craft rooftop downtown is really nice too. It's always a delight. We we're just talking Banff. Banff has great ones. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the Rockies. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I bet servers hate it. It'd be the worst, right? Yeah, because yeah, you got to walk up and down the stairs, right? Yes, for yeah. everything. Yeah. And you're carrying all the drinks and food. Like, uh, I, if I uh, owned a restaurant and I was uh, a bar or whatever, and I was building a rooftop, I would put a dumb waiter in. Well, it looked like Craft Downtown. First of all, the bars on the patio, and they weren't walking up, and they had a dumb waiter. Oh, I, yeah. I yeah. Know. Over the food. Yeah. The, yeah, oh, there's yeah. a bar up there. So if you well, were, rooftops if, usually have the bar. Yeah, so if you're serving, you, you're you not really going up and down too much. If, the, if they do it right. <laughs> Which, um, yeah. You know, if, if the restaurant does, if they put yeah, money yeah. into it and if they do it right. Mm. Someone said the original, is it Chelly's? Sealy's? Kaylee's. Kaylee's? Kaylee's in Calgary had the best rooftop patio. I don't think I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And this text here says, we were in Nashville in March, and the majority of bars on the main strip have a rooftop patio. It was so much fun. And yes, we need more of this here, too. I've yet to get on the uh, rooftop of uh, the new brew house or the ice house. Yeah, we've let it go. Um, Kale was talking that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Said it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it looks like a good time up there. It looks fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This text here says, we spent pretty much the whole day on one Canada day on the craft rooftop patio. It was great, but we all got sunburned. Mm. You have to wear your sunscreen. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. those umbrellas up. What are you guys doing? Pop the umbrellas. Get in that shade. Yeah. I hate when there's like, for some reason, I guess maybe for, because they don't want to block out too much of the sun. Yeah. A lot of patios will like, you know, like four tables will have an umbrella. Oh, and, and the rest don't. are just left to the elements. Yeah. 
And those are always the last pick tables. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. A teenager in Toronto is in really big trouble um, after she decided to set off fireworks on a city bus. Oh, Oh. no, no. After investigating an alarming video that went viral on social media last week, police have officially charged a 14-year-old girl with setting off a firework on a packed TTS bus. And so you can imagine what everybody actually thought was going on. Is that because it's too dry outside? They thought it was safer to do it indoors? Uh, No, I think this 14-year-old girl was just being... Just made a bad choice. Yeah. Just made a really bad choice. Police say the teenager was traveling on a northbound bus in the in Kingston Road and I don't know where this area is in Toronto. In Toronto. Mm. The 22 second clip shows the girl setting off the firework and aiming it at the back of the full capacity Dye. bus. People are seen ducking, covering their heads and screaming as the firework cack begins to crackle and fills the bus with smoke. Are we talking like Roman candle style? She was aiming it. That's what she, it's... Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Dozens of people on social media obviously began to inquire about her parents. But I mean, her parents weren't there. She was alone. She was arrested. Well, yeah, that's yeah. a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's she not- will be in court on July the 14th. If you take that to the eye, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like from a candle. Here's the, I got a picture of the firework here. Oh, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. The good news is, is no one was injured, but pretty much everybody got, oh, pretty big scare. You can see people oh my fleeing God. in the back of the photo, ducking and covering. Yeah. Yeah, this ain't just your small little, like, rocket that you throw on the ground. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> the, these are firing off. These pretty, are firing off. Pretty big ones. Mm. Also, uh, looks like it was in broad daylight. It was. Doesn't this feel like a nighttime activity? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I wouldn't suspect, I wouldn't be on firework alert. On the TTC, no, in the middle at, at of the like, day at like four p.m. Yeah, look yeah. at people diving. Oh well, yeah, people are climbing over seats, hiding under seats. What is you going would think on? that it, like a, someone was firing a gun? Jeez, yeah. that would be your first thought. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. All right, this is kind of disappointing. So first of all, I was a little. Um, I was sort of excited to see uh, the a new HBO show called The Idol, and it's starring The Weeknd. I think it's like his show, isn't it? It is his yeah, show. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of claims around this show. Like there was allegations from the original cut being straight up torture porn to claims of a toxic work environment mm. on set. Expectations for the show, I guess, like were, were sort of good and sort of bad. Well, The Idol finally premiered on Sunday. I'm probably going to watch it anyways. Mm-hmm. And the reactions have been pouring in online. And pretty much everybody is saying The weekend is, quote, the worst actor of all time. Mm-hmm. That's not good reviews. Yeah, he he created it, executive produced it, and co-wrote it. Oh. Yeah. The Weeknd, who is now going by his real name, Abel, a test fan, social media, uh, he was in a lot of, pro- got in a lot of trouble for his, quote, awful acting skills. Mm. Yeah, all the reviews say the show's pretty meh. Is it meh? Oh, that's that's what everyone's saying. Pretty meh. But huh. it's just one episode, maybe it'll, maybe it'll get yeah, better. Yeah, maybe it gets Might better. Get better. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, Johnny Depp started there, that Lily Rose Depp. Yeah. Apparently, she's pretty good. Oh. Basically, what this whole show's about is about how a nightclub owner manipulates a rising pop star into his modern day cult. Mm. And apparently, Lily Rose Depp is really good. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. Uh-huh. But the show also has a lot of really bad juju around it. Well, Dan Levy's in it. Really? Yeah, it's like the yeah. it's a bit of the seedy underbelly mm-hmm. of the system making a star yeah. and the sacrifices people make for fame. Mm. For fame. Oh. Well, it sounds like a good concept. Yeah, it sounds cool, but yeah. it's just supposed to be pretty man. 
Yeah. It's pretty bad. Huh. And apparently he's horrible. Oh. So, yeah. I don't know. I'll watch it. I'll let you guys know what I think. Mm-hmm. He's good in his videos. I always think that. Because he does like, he does very elaborate, very cool music yeah, big videos. theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls them off. I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just walking and lip-syncing the song. Yeah. Not actually, like, <laughs> speaking. Yeah, but I mean, he, he walks. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Because some people do horrible videos. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love his videos. Yeah, maybe yeah. it gets better. We'll see. He's just got to work his acting chops a bit. The man's <laughs> clearly got a vision for things. Yes. So Big maybe the yeah. show improves. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it does. All right. We know who Chrissy Teigen is, right? Well, she decided to do a deep dive into her history, and that included signing up with 23andMe, and it told her that she had an identical twin. <gasps> Now, this definitely threw her for a loop. She said, quote, at this point, I'm making excuses my whole life. And I'm like, this is why I'm so codependent, because my twin was ripped away from me. Quote, this is why I always felt something is missing. And this is why I have addiction issues. End quote. But it turns out it was all a mix up. Oh, did she forget she did a test prior? That is correct. No, no. Really? This girl's a lot, huh? Oh, no. She actually believed at some point that oh. she did have a twin. Like two years ago, she did the test kit and forgot. Well, Chrissy forgot that she had previously done a oh. 23andMe test oh for God. a TV show called Finding Your Roots. Uh-huh. Yeah, she forgot that she did that. They ran her info under a fake name to protect her privacy. That was in her contract with Finding Your Roots. I guess she also forgot she was on the show, <laughs> Finding Your Roots. So, in other words, Chrissy Teigen matched with herself just under a different name. She's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this girl. Well. She actually believed it. Oh. I mean, wouldn't no. you, though? No, if I did a show called Finding Your Roots where I did a deep dive into my ancestry. Yeah, before, I, uh, before I'm, like, blowing up my life, being like, oh, my God, everything I thought was wrong, blah, I would, like, probably th- sit oh, back sure, and think. Yeah. But first, when you first get it back... Oh, initially, you're like, what? Yeah. And then... Logical right. thinking comes to yeah. two and two together. I do have a little bit of her Instagram video here of her explaining what's going on. Have a listen. The first thing that came up after I found out that I was part Neanderthal was this. I have an identical twin. So I literally write the twin. I full on write 23andMe and I start like talking to a robot like it's not a robot. I text my doctor, hello. I call my dad and I literally say, dad, like, hey, were there two of me? He starts laughing, saying, no, I was there. There were not two of you. And I was like, are you sure you were there? My sister was like, Chrissy, no. Remember when you were supposed to do that show, like finding your roots under like secret names. So like the world couldn't tell you guys, my identical twin was myself. I was matching myself. So she called her doctor, yelled at her parents, accused her dad of not remembering of whether or not he was actually in the room. Mm-hmm. And it was because she did a show. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Wow. Right, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I just ugh. logged into mine. Uh, some more updates. Uh, it turns out now I'm 53.3% French and German. Wow. Whoa. And 17.5% British and Irish. Wow. That's why my British accent's so good. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> It's delightful. Did what, you does that mean I'm allowed to do the accent? No, it does not. Oh. No. <laughs> you can do a British, you can do Irish, you can do German. Right? Yeah. There's some we can do, and those are on the list, right? And French. Uh huh. <laughs> did your Neanderthal numbers go up? Uh oh yeah. Where's my Why are the numbers changing? Because people More people are uh, submitting DNA. Yeah. Don't they go off your blood? No, yeah, they go off your spit. Well, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Isn't it what's done is done? Well, I think as more people, like, get into your gene pool, then the, it starts to, like, grow and grow and grow. And it creates more averages and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, 77% Neanderthal. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's what I was. 
Yeah, where but do you that's, now? That's more Neanderthal than Homo sapien. I yeah. know. Impressive, like, right? Like a lot more. Like way more. You and Chrissy Teigen share that in college. <laughs> you should see me at the cabin. Uh, yeah. I chop wood with my hands. He sure does. <laughs> just rip some yeah, I just rip wood apart. <laughs> I'm always impressed. I'm like, look at that Neanderthal go. Yeah. I'm yeah. carving up rocks to make them wheels for my uh, wheelbarrow. They were... Uh, <laughs> They were the shorter of the two, like between the Homo sapiens and what? the Neanderthals. Yeah, they were tinier. Yeah, so which like explains, seven feet, which explains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. That feels like too much Neanderthal. Like uh, as even to be possible. I don't even know where my twenty-three and me went. Oh, there it is. Mm. Let's see what mine is. I know. I know. It's shocking, Ginge. Wait, do you want to do one? We'll get you. Would we'll, you ever do one? We'll change? get your liquids in a tube. I don't think there's anything good in there. I don't really. Are you worried? I'm not looking for anything, so I don't want to. Are you worried that something could come out of the woodwork? Yeah, everything's great. I, I'm, I'm a very lucky man. Everything's, mm-hmm. everything's pretty good with Gingy. But yeah. you don't want any I'm not more. looking for anything. I don't want to. I don't rock any apple carts. Yeah, yeah. You're just looking for trouble. Unless you're actually hunting for something, you're looking for answers. You have some unanswered questions. Yeah. Uh, that you need answers to have some resolution in your own life. I kind of did. Well, I get it. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> Papa, where are you? Well, that's what's, that's what's interesting. Carmen San Diego as a father. Is that a lot of crashes? But joke's on me. Papa ain't buying one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're on your dad's side of your family, a lot of people haven't done it. So you don't have a lot of ancestry on your dad's side, right? On both sides, no one has done it. I have one cousin that I know. And I and then he's the only one. Everyone but, else that I'm linking with is like, pfft, I have no idea. Where who did you, you are. find your Neanderthal number? Uh, are you on the web page or app? No, I'm on the app. Oh, I'm on the web page. All right. Can you go on the web page? <laughs> he's like, oh well, I guess we'll. <laughs> no, I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> is um, you mentioned the percentages are changing, yeah. and that's because as more people in your gene pool submit their information, but can it? Does it need relatives? Can it just tell from your spit where you're from? Uh, like yeah. what if no one else in your life had ever gone on there? Yeah, my number, uh, all that is pretty much similar to when I first did it. It's right. just the, the number kind of increases mm. on certain things and lowers on others. Yeah. I like the health highlights to me is interesting. Oh, Mars. I'm yes. 4.5% Spanish and Portuguese. Wow. Wow. So cultural. So cultured. 4.5%. That's why you guys went back to Spain last right? year, right? The motherland. That is, yeah. Josh went home. I felt I felt like I was at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I belong there, not you, Mars. What? what? <laughs> now he's going to, like, claim stuff. Mm-hmm. No, that's the other part of it. <laughs> what was that German percentage? <laughs> yeah, right. Claim things. That one's pretty high. 53.3. Yeah. Claim <laughs> stuff. All right, there's so many things that smell terrible in this world, but enough about your mom. <laughs> Popular Science looked at Google Trends to find out the five smells that we hate the most. And here's what they are. Uh, number one, skunk. Which is funny because we've talked about this before and a lot of people love the smell of a skunk. I don't mind the smell of skunk. Neither do I. Yeah. Well. It reminds me <laughs> of uh, summertime, uh, my childhood. Well, people say that it's when, it's when a skunk sprays outside and then you can smell it in your house. You get mad at that smell. Do you? You get mad? Okay. It, it does linger longer than typical smells. Are people mad about what it means? I don't know. That you like got skunks? Yeah, because if you just drive by a skunk on the highway, are you mad? You just hate the smell. No, because chances are it's flattened. I guess everyone's yeah. like, oh, oh. I guess everybody does that. Yeah. Number mm-hmm. two, cigarette smoke on your clothes. Apparently that smell is hated. Huh. Like uh, on your own clothing? On your clothes, yeah. Oh. Cigarette, hmm. cigarette smoke on your clothes. If it's not your cigarette smoke, is that? Probably. Like if you smell it on other people's clothes, yeah. 
Mm, yeah, because like when I was smoking, like I didn't care. Yeah, I'm everybody sure I, thought that you my, stank. My clothing probably was rank. But 15 years ago, you came home from the bar. Yeah, you weren't smoking. Yeah, but now you're close. Your clothes like smelled mm-hmm. pretty gross. Uh, next on my list, old dirty laundry. People don't like the smell of older. And this is to the point where it's like stinking. Oh. Oh. I don't think I've ever been around that. But no. it's not old smell. Like the, the basket like itself isn't smell. anything. But you'll pick up a shirt off the floor and be like, oh. Yeah, like, oh. oh okay. yeah, 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 don't yeah. like that. Yeah, pull it's it out old. of a gym bag yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, gasoline on your shoes. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm a gas man. I, I love it. You guys I like got, the smell of gas. I uh, cut the grass over the weekend. I got a little bit on my hands. I'm like, oh, yeah. Immediately I put it to my nose. Did you I'm really? like, oh. Like the armpit girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Anytime I'm using a Jerry, I'm intentionally pretty loose with it. Right? Splish splash. <laughs> my feet are taking a bath. What is the um? Like, what is this? Like, what is? Does the smell smell comforting to you? Is it sweet? Uh, I find it repulsive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I ju- I just like it. It's yeah. It's not a repulsive smell. I guess once again, it brings me back to like my childhood job. Okay. Even before I ever pumped gas for a living, though, I feel like as a child I liked it. I love the smell of gas. Ah, good point. There's something sweet about it sweet yeah and especially if you uh if you get gas on you um that's mixed like if you got to mix uh, the oil in there too mm-hmm. oh really yeah all right and same with the exhaust the smell you of like exhaust like snowmobile exhaust mm-hmm. dirt bike mm. i don't like that either oh, give it to me uh number five dog pee on the carpet oh god no does cat, that smell cat is worse oh yeah cat's way cat's, cat's way, way worse, worse. yeah I've, yeah. I've had dog pee all over my house before. Oh, I'd, I'd take dog pee over cat pee any any day. Oof. Any day. It's mm. the ammonia in mm-hmm. cat pee. Yeah, it is just rank. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, hurts dog, my brain. Dog pee on the carpet coming in next. And then the last one is rotting garbage or rotting food. Yeah, you go over the top with it. I do not like the smell of rotting and garbage. And Mars would be like, I'm I like, do oh, okay, that. that's that's a lot. She does that with the garbage and does that with the sink. This one a little dramatic. <laughs> I hate it. It's so gross, and, and then, I don't want to do it. Yeah, and then I go in the kitchen. and I got to do the garbage. Uh-huh. Yeah, or all, she's well, she can't. She like, can't do it. Yeah, she'd love to take the garbage out. And I'll be like, oh, can you? Uh, can you? Uh, I can't. Yeah. I'm like, I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother you the way it bothers oh, me, I don't, Yeah, whatever. It's garbage smell. Isn't it funny how our garbage, at least the kitchen garbage, always smells the same? Mm-hmm. It's different yeah. stuff in there every week. Yeah. All the time. But, but yet it has the same odor. When that bag goes out, it's yeah. always the exact same smell. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I read that uh, putting stuff under the sink, like garbage, is not the not the best spot to do it. Why? Like in a cupboard? Because it just like harnesses bacteria and it generates Heat. heat. Oh, so your your garbage cans should be kind of out in the open. I've got my compost under the sink. Yeah, and that oh. that'll generate heat. Oh yeah, we have ours on the countertop in a nice little container. Oh, it must be nice. <laughs> There's <laughs> no room you underneath have the sink. Haley, you can put one on All my appliances are on them. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I forgot you're an appliance girl. Yeah, yeah. I can't move my toaster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it generates some heat. And maybe that's why it gets the odor. It just always smells the same under there. Maybe, yeah. We have a, a, a combo bin. Uh, one side's garbage, one side's compost. Oh, oh, it's not, it's not good. oh she Yikes. get right. Yeah. That's oh. a smell. Mm-hmm. Yuck. And this story is just kind of fun here. If you guys are in a bad mood today and you want to be in a good mood, apparently uh, eating a slice of watermelon will automatically make you feel happy. That's a lie, because I had watermelon yesterday. Oh. I was pretty grumpy. Oh. Were you? <laughs> I was so grumpy. Oh. Did it make you less grumpy? No. Oh. 
According to a new poll, 82% of consumers say that eating watermelon instantly boosts their mood and more than half report feeling immediately happy or even fantastic after eating watermelon. Is it because of the color? Is it because we're all so dehydrated that we need water? Like, oh, like, yes, please a, give me fluids. Like just looking at it, like even uh, yesterday I walked into the grocery store and they had a whole bunch of cut watermelons yeah. and I think it, it somewhat put a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, It's nice. the season. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it does. You can't have it. If you're having watermelon, it's a hot summer day. Yeah. I put a smile on my face watching my kids eat watermelon yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I was chopping on some watermelon. Yeah. They were sitting down, chomping away. I'm like, oh, this is, this is nice. This nice. is nice. There's no bad memories with watermelon. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's good. Mm-hmm. Unless you live at Haley's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then, you, then you hate it. Something's going on there. Yeah. Cubes and screaming. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift wrapped up the Chicago leg of her heiress tour last night, but instead of bidding farewell to the Windy City with, like, I don't know, a stop at a fancy restaurant, she instead opened her mouth and ate a bug. While chatting with the crowd just moments before she was supposed to launch into Torment It, Taylor Swift got a surprise snack, ended up coughing a bit, and then saying, I just swallowed a bug. I'm so sorry. Mm. And then tried to cough up the insect. Ugh. Then she said, quote, it's just so stupid. Delicious. Oh, God. Is there any chance that none of you saw that? <laughs> but sure enough, no, she uh, she swallowed a bug. It does suck when you swallow a bug because immediately you're like, what kind of bug was it? Yeah. And you can mm. tell and you're like, <coughs> I find when I cut grass, I cut grass with my mouth open. Oh, why? I have no idea. And you I can't I, breathe through your nose or. Oh, maybe I get stuffed up. I don't know. Like the other day I was cutting and then I, I consciously have to make an effort to close my mouth. I'm like, mouth is open. And then as I'm cutting, I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just inhale that? everything. I'm oh. inhaling like dry grass flying oh. in my mouth. Bugs are flying in. A, a lot is going down. Oh, man. I have no idea why I do that. And we instinctively try to get at that coffin. <laughs> Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah you, try. you never do. No, it's She's gone. gone. It's gone. I might be able to play a little bit. I'm just of uh, Taylor's reaction here. I just don't know if you're going to hear her over the screaming crowd. We'll fire it up here. Have a listen. Come out. Um, but I would like to introduce you to a new musical member. Oh, it's buffering. Spooling. In terms of, we have a new band member here on the Eras Tour, and we're so lucky to have her. Here she's coughing. She's coughing. <laughs> swallowed a bug. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Totally fine. It's just, it's just stupid. Oh, delicious. Mm. Oh, God. Is there any chance that none of you saw that? <laughs> She's still gagging. <laughs> yeah, so oh. she swallowed a bug. What's the biggest bug that you've swallowed? Like oh, how you've really, because the majority of the time it's going to be a mosquito, right? Yeah. yeah, that's just it though. I never know because you never get it back up. Mm. But I feel like a like a horse fly you'd feel. Obviously, it's, it's big enough that you could go yeah. and spit it out. A small oh. fly, yeah, probably get down without you really noticing what kind of bug it is. I think a fly'd cause a real ruckus on the way down. I it's do just too because like, <laughs> it's big. No, yeah. it just gets stuck to the sticky walls of your your throat, and, and you're just, like, <laughs> and you try it's trying to flutter out, and all you yeah. can feel is it tugging its wings like it's in a spider oh, web. Gross! Imagine if you had a grasshopper Ooh. jump in your mouth, <laughs> like the weird sticky type feet, oh. just like trying to launch off your tongue. You try and flick them. <laughs> And he's stuck in your mouth. Oh! Oh! What about a moth? Imagine if a moth flew oh, in your mouth. Yeah. Moth. I've oh, had a moth hit my face, like around my mouth, and yeah. that was plenty. Oh. No thanks. 
Has anybody ever been stung in their mouth by like oh. a wasp or a? Oh, well, especially if you have a beer sitting there, you take a swig. The beer, the wasp is in the can. It's underneath the lid, and then boom! My brother took one to the lip, and his lip just went. Oh, I would have swelled right up. Oh no! Oh yeah! (laughs) Oh, Jackie just texted us at five six seven eight nine. Says I was running away from a bee, and it flew in my mouth. Oh! Thankfully, it didn't smell uh, uh, sting me. Oh wow, you're lucky. But did you swallow it? Like, do you swallow a bee? Oh, I'm gonna say it was a. You'd have to spit it out. Otherwise, it'll like sting down your throat, wouldn't it? Yeah. You were running away. The bee passed you, and then. You turned back into your mouth? <laughs> I'll show you. Or maybe she turned around yelling. She's like, You'll never. A bee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dora at 5679 says, I, I know it wasn't a bug, but a buddy of mine was puking up bird guts after a bird hit him in his motorcycle helmet. Oh. 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 That'd be Fabio. Oh. That'd be oh a Fabio. God. Yeah, on my on my motorcycle with the open helmet. I've I haven't taken bugs in the mouth, thankfully, but I've taken like bees and wasps yeah. to the face. Oh god! And, like driving out where I lived, uh, growing up, it was just like bug central. Mm. My face would be if I had my visor open, it would just be like skidded with bugs Ew. when I got home. My jacket was just caked in like dead bugs. mosquitoes. <laughs> when you smile, you've got a whole bunch of little things stuck. In oh your yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you look yeah. like the front of a car. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, pretty much. That's what I. That's uh, what I look like. All right, I want to know from you guys what bug got into your mouth. Did it fly in there? Did you swallow it? Can we find a big bug? Did somebody take a grasshopper down the throat? A beetle. A beetle? Big June bug. Oh, oh, no. And if it was like a wasp or, or uh, I don't know, any other kind of stinging uh, insect, mm-hmm. did it sting your mouth, your tongue, your throat? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about bugs because Taylor Swift took a bug to the mouth. She swallowed it while she was doing her last show in Chicago. And that got us talking about when, I don't know, you just kind of... Opened your mouth and a bug flew in there. Why and do, it went. Why do they go in? Do they just see it like a, a cavernous hole and they just want in it? I think they think we're like a, a flower, maybe. They nectar hunting. Oh. Yeah, it could be. So or like, you're just wrong place, wrong time. So like, Gingy, if you just sat in your backyard, uh-huh. bugs would think you're a beautiful flower. If you mm-hmm. just sat there with your mouth open. Do some guessing. All afternoon. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to your mouth? Oh, well, well, it's, it's going to get filled <laughs> bugs with bugs. The best, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty gross, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we want to know whether you were stung in the mouth, whether you swallowed a bug, were, were you like crash mowing your lawn with your mouth wide open? That's a problem that I need to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my problem is, but uh, that uh, might be a question for the doctor. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to chime in. Uh, Lori can start things up. How you doing, Lori? Great. Love your show, guys. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you. Um, You didn't get something in your mouth. Your husband did, right? Yes. Actually, many moons ago on our second date, he was having a beer out of a can and he set it down on an outside table and then took a swig at it again. And all of a sudden he's spitting things spitting his beer out and I'm looking at I'm thinking this might be our last date something weird going on here yeah. with this guy yeah right anyway I said what's going on and he says a beer bit me on my tongue and I'm like no way and he says yes it stung me on my tongue so he looked down at the table and sure enough there's the bee that bit him oh no how much did his tongue swell it didn't swell, but it really hurt. Really? It didn't swell? I just picture that the tongue would go like three times the size. 
Yeah, no, it didn't swell, but it sure hurt. Oh, no, really kill the vibe for kissing later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that, that sucks, though. Yes. Yeah, Anytime you put suck. a cam down, I tend to just, like, give it a quick blow. I'm like, I know. and then drink, which, in reality, I don't know if that matters because I'm just blowing it into, into the beer. The, yeah, I just look at it because yeah. sometimes like, you can see it, but, who knows? yeah. Oh, that sucks. Okay, yeah. thanks, Lori. Thanks, Lori. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's probably the most popular way to get stung in your mouth, in right? In your beer. Drinking your, drinking yeah. your assaulter. Because there's stories of like people drinking juice. Yeah. And the, the wasp ends up in there. If you get bit on the tongue by a bee, mm. how long is it swollen for? Well, yeah, I'm shocked know. his tongue didn't swell up. Right? I thought it would have just been like... Maybe he doesn't have an allergy to it, so he's okay. I'd probably choke. Don't we all get oh. a little puffy, though? You would like think. Like the, the bite itself, yeah, the anywhere. wound... Yeah. I guess think about it. When you bite your tongue, does it swell? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess oh, it yeah, does yeah. a little bit. Yeah, mine totally swells up. Uh-huh. Uh, this text here from Corinne says, guys, I used to be on a competitive swimming team, and lots of swim meets were outside. Well, during one, when I turned my head to take a breath, a water beetle flew into my mouth. Oh. It was then a mixture of choking on the water beetle and the dirty outdoor pool water. I do not like water beetles. Oh, yeah. Any lakes or just mm. an outdoor pool, there's yeah. always stuff just hanging on the surface. Yeah. There. Yeah. They're floating bo- around. They're booting it around. Another text here says, I had a grasshopper hopper fly straight into my mouth when I was screaming while tubing. <laughs> oh. And you feel the legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Jesse, how you doing? Doing good. How about you guys? Good. Uh, good. When you were a kid, you ended up taking a whole mouthful of bugs, right? Yeah, we were in Saskatchewan uh, fishing, and after the fishing trip, we decided to go out, uh, ride our bikes with my cousin, and yeah. I ended up uh, taking a big yawn and went to a cloud full of these tiny little flies and got easily five or more into my mouth and ended up crashing and got the worst road rash I ever had. Oh. Could you, uh, I know it was a bit ago, could you, f- do you remember feeling all the flies in your mouth? Oh yeah, there was cheek to cheek. I oh, it was horrible. I was trying to spit them out, and I had such a dry mouth. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, dah, 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 and they're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Oh, that is nasty. Oh right. yuck. Okay, thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Jess. No problem. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye. Oh my gosh. Flies have to be like besides beetles and stuff. Just for like the average thing, flies would have to be the worst to get yeah, in your mouth, they right? Would be. Oh, because you know they've been on poop. Yeah. Yeah, They're you're right, Healy. Yeah. And that's and what now, killed the old lady. Mm-hmm. That's what's in your mouth. I know. A feet. A fly, I feel like, could get out, though. A grasshopper. You ever seen those dummies try and fly? <laughs> they, don't, yeah. they don't know where they're going. They have no, no idea. So they if you no just idea. left your mouth open, it would never get out on its own. No, no it wouldn't. Yeah, it'd probably, like, head down, right your, down throat. your throat. Right down your throat. Run away. Oh, oh God. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Uh, Alin, hello. Good morning, Crash and Mars and everybody. Hey. Um, hey. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, what did you take to the mouth? What bug? So, uh, I was on the monkey trail in Assiniboine Park in Manitoba. Ooh, and yeah. when I was about 15 years old, you know, you're biking hard, and I caught up with a dragonfly. Oh, oh, oh yuck. No. Oh, God, those are so big. Oh. It's so big. So I, had it, I had its wings out the side of its my mouth. <laughs> no, you didn't. And it's just flapping. Oh, God. And it's just flapping. Kind of like the, when you put like, a card in your spokes of your bike. It was like that out the side of my mouth. Oh, oh God. And like you could feel the body of the dragonfly in your mouth, right? Yeah, you could 
feel a little like this little beach kind of trying to gather and catch purchase and I had to like pull on my brakes and I'm almost hurled but yeah oh. that was uh did you did you out. spit it out and then it flew away uh I, to be honest I didn't even look at it I was more like grabbing at my mouth to make sure everything came out <laughs> I don't know what I would do that because <laughs> like we'll occasionally see like our cats get one in the backyard and we're like oh but imagine that in your mouth as a human yeah <laughs> oh gosh no no it wasn't it wasn't something you could just like pass over and be like this one, this one could have choked me. Yeah, this one you need to stop and get it out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that is the worst. Okay, yeah. Thanks, Alin. Yeah. Thanks, Alin. All right, have yourself a great morning. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And, like, <sighs> the dragonfly. Like, if it's in the right oh. way, you got the curling of the tail oh, inside yes. your mouth. Oh. Some Tickling dra- your hangy ball. <laughs> Some dragonflies are too big. Yeah, yeah. they're big. Too big. Because you have those, like, little tiny blue ones that fly around. Sure. Whatever. But some of them, like, have mass. Yeah, they're heavy. Oh, yeah. We used to get them stuck in the netting of our trampoline because mm. their heads were so big. Mm-hmm. And we'd have to push them out and they just make that oh, yeah, yeah. noise. Oh. I can't even imagine that in your mouth. Oh. Having them grip your finger is horrific. Like, that's like, some of them are like the size of a shrimp. Yeah, like they're a, huge. Mm. Oh, <laughs> and, so then, and it's moving in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, they're big. You'll see them like stuck in like chain link fences and stuff. They're too big. Yeah. yeah. Way too big. Mm-hmm. I would rather have... What do they eat? Mosquitoes? Yeah. yeah. I'd rather yeah. have mosquitoes than dragonflies. You'd rather do mosquitoes. What would you rather have land on your body? <sighs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. And like heavy mosquito times, like there's a lot of dragonflies around. Yes. Like in yes. the backyard, they're just all over the place. This text here, 5679, says, guys, I was swimming at a lake in Saskatchewan and a horsefly flew right into my mouth. I Rather than coughing it up, my first instinct was to gulp it down. Mm. Oh, that was God. your first instinct? Was swallow it? it? Swallow it. Because <sighs> a horsefly, has, that has some weight to it as well. Yeah, it's yeah. big. They're big. They're long. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> mm. <sighs> I know, like it was bad just the other day. Yesterday, actually, I was putting away our uh, organics bin, taking it off the road uh, and bringing it down the driveway, uh-huh. and they leave the lids open. And yeah. so I flip, I walk up to it to flip the lid closed, and a whole swarm of flies <laughs> flew out, and I just felt them bouncing off my <laughs> face. <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, this text here, Ginger, you're going to love this, from Jessica, says, when I was a kid, my family was outside doing yard work. My dad walked into the garage and found a bag of sunflower seeds on top of the fridge. So he grabbed a handful, quickly threw it in his mouth. As he walked back into the backyard, he suddenly started spitting it all out. There was a spider's nest in that bag of spits, and he got a mouthful of spiders. <laughs> Jen just looks away. He sounds like the most terrifying, like if I had my own comic book, and he'd be like my nemesis, the guy who can shoot spiders out of yeah. his mouth. <laughs> he opens his mouth, and they pour out. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh boy. That would be, that's your worst nightmare. Some of these would be like hard to look at your partner the same to get after. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. once you've watched them eat and swallow an entire dragonfly yeah. or spit spiders out of their mouth. Oh, yeah. God. Like yeah. want back in there. Yeah, if I looked around and uh, like Mars is like, hey, and it's just a dragonfly, I'd yeah. be like, no, no. This is it. Tainted. <laughs> yeah. Never again. We had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, packing my bags. I'm out of here. God. No, thanks. Oh, that's yeah. gross. You guys are nasty. So I guess uh, less learned. We need to keep our mouths closed. Yeah, mm-hmm. we sure this do. Summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Closed. Mm-hmm. Watch out. And I got to learn how to close my mouth cutting the grass. Yes, you do. Just tape it shut. Anyone else with that problem? Not a single text. <laughs> and also just have a look inside your beer. 
Yeah, yeah. but with the can, you can't, no. you can't always see. Sometimes you can. Just Not really. Like, you can if it's right there. Yeah, it's sure. got to be hanging off the lid. Oh. And you if you gotta, dump it in a glass, then there's more real estate for them to uh-huh. get inside of. you got to give it a little shake. And if you hear tunk, tunk, tunk on the side of your glass, yeah. there's something in it. Because I'll do a quick, like, and... Like at that point, maybe if you hear like a bzz, bzz, then don't yeah. drink it. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, no. This Good text luck. here says, my husband took a drink of his beer at the lake. There was a wasp in it. His face swelled, but it wasn't that bad. We took separate cars, so he drove home by himself. When we got home, he got out of the car, and I nearly passed out. He looked like an alien. He had swollen up so much. Oh. He could barely even talk by the end of the evening, and it lasted for a few days. Hmm. He went into work, and he's an instructor, and on Monday, they turned him around at the front door and said, please leave. <laughs> They're like, no. No. <laughs> How many wasps did he swallow? <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyone out of all the stories that came in, anyone get a frog in their mouth? Oh, I haven't a seen a frog. frog in your throat, like a little buddy. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen a frog like crash. If you're, if you're laying on the grass or whatever, sometimes frogs come by. That's the last thing you want. No, sounds like cro- crash ate a frog as a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get some yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I Everyone see that. said it tastes like chicken. So no. I don't oh God. <laughs> guys we are out of here look at this it's almost 10 o'clock thank you so much for hanging out with us today we sure do appreciate it uh tomorrow and raj is up next by the way adam's off this week oh, nice. so you're gonna be able to hang out with raj we're back tomorrow at six o'clock as per usual we hope you'll be hanging out with us have a great day look how nice it is outside mm-hmm. wear your sunscreen we'll see you tomorrow want to join the show live live catch them weekday mornings six to ten on 1023 now radio 1023 now radio